Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Halbkasten mit Tom Reimann an David Bell. episode of Hypecast! Hype! It is the Hypecast. show where we get hyped about stuff and things. I'm your co-host, Tom Ryman. I'm your other co-host, David Bell. And I'm Drew Grant. Is that true? Woo! Yeah, woo! Yeah, you Thank did you it! Thank you for joining you Nailed us. it. Mystery solved about last week. Yeah, yeah. You, Who were, was it? you were last Who was week's it? mystery guest. It was it was me. It was moi. I listened to it yesterday. Uh, your guys' very lonely, very sad hype cast without me, and I felt yeah. a wave of guilt. Uh, but I had a good reason. <laughs> I had a good reason. I was driving uh, our mutual friend of the show, mutual friend, uh, Lon Harris, to get emergency wisdom teeth surgery. Uh, How is oh, he? No. How's Lon? He's... Can I tell you something? After surgery, he was like the best I've seen him ever. He was like the happiest, <laughs> most cogent lawn. Like we were just talking about life and philosophy and all this stuff. Like we just had one of these like really like, epic. Being, when he was yeah. on all the drugs, being on drugs <laughs> yeah. really helped him. Being on painkillers. Well, no, he he apparently didn't. He said he was on like uh, nothing. They just put him out, and then we was having totally normal conversation. Didn't seem high at all. The next day, he's like, I can't remember one thing that we talked about in that car ride. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. We had a really good talk. Uh, we, we had such a meaningful conversation. Yeah. I was like, that, that meant so amazing. much to me. Yeah, that meant so much it's, to me, and it means nothing to him. He never experienced it. No, so I'm, that's gl- incredible. I'm, I'm glad you felt that, because that's how we felt when you had to bail on us last week. That's true. Just God, completely deflated, yeah. It hurts. Yeah. It's, it's it hurt. karma. It hurt. Wisdom teeth is fun. I did my wisdom teeth. And I was like a teenager, and I remember my dad took me to the video store afterwards, uh, and I apparently rented, I think it was like Scooby-Doo and City of Lost Children. <laughs> like, it was something just like completely unhinged, because of course it was. Yeah. Because, like, and it, it was the same deal where it's like, you seem fine. And it's like, really? Because I don't remember shit. It's because, I mean, they, uh, uh, it's because they give you these things called, uh, they're like... Not it's something that makes your erase your memory from the future, like it erases future right. memories. So it's not quite a analogic or whatever. It's like a right, yeah. Like the what if the dis, like the conspiracy theory is like what if they never actually knock you out? They just erase your memory mm-hmm. of the time they tortured you. Yeah, they do. And you were you were awake the whole time screaming, and you never know. Yeah, yeah that's literally a, what they do. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. You can't oh you, you can't form new memories uh, for like a period of time after taking like a like. Thorazine or one of those medications like you can't form new right. memories so yeah you seem fine like you'll act like normal but yes your body is going through something horrible 
Yeah, and they're just calling you bad oh, names. Yeah. Just like really yeah. like letting loose. I'm yeah. a secret. I'm a secret memento. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's being hey, memento, se- yeah. secret guy imagine, Pierce. Can you imagine doing this for events that you just don't want to remember though? Like I feel like that would have been ninety percent of my like adult experiences. Yeah. Eternal sunshine. Yeah. Severance. <laughs> Severance. I mean, if I had yeah. access to it, that would just be every day for me. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'd wake up three years from now and be like, what the hell have I been up to? Bunch <laughs> <laughs> of you some stuff and you'd be like, oh, not, not great. <laughs> not great. <laughs> That's not what I was expected to be known for at this stage. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I, yeah, yeah. I, would, I, would, I would wake up in a, I would be climbing out of a grave like Kill Bill. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But luckily, there won't be any internet to check in three years. We will all just be buried in some mass grave, probably oh, along with our cell goodness. phones. Yeah, it'll be great. Well, I yeah, mean, hopefully, it's, you're, you're referencing Biden uh, and the marijuana stuff, right? I was and, not. You know, he's gonna, he's gonna, <laughs> he's decriminalizing it, and we're all gonna, you know, you know, marijuana is the most dangerous thing, so it's gonna descend us into chaos. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what. Yeah. I, that's definitely what I was talking about, and not like nuclear bombs. That's no, what I was no, saying. none of that. <laughs> It's the weed thing. The yeah. weed thing. Also, somehow, I think it's related to Hunter Biden's laptop. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Uh, that's, where all, that's where all the weed was. That's where all the legal weed was. Yeah. Yeah. On Hunter Biden's laptop. That's where that cool movie told me anyway. Oh, God. Is that movie out? I want to watch that movie. The, the trailer for that movie was out, and it looked... It, if you guys haven't covered that, that that's... Oh, I, oh we did. We, I, did we cover it? I thought, oh, didn't we? Or well, No, wait. It's in the Somewhere News We certainly news talked about it. Yeah, I, I, I don't so think I... So I thought we covered it. I don't have, like, anything to say about that fucking trailer. No. Yeah. Other than that, it's kind of funny. Oh, yeah, I do have one thing to oh, say. Oh, it's extremely I do have one funny. Thing What's the title of it again? My Son, uh, my son Hunter, my son Hunter, I think. Then why is she the narrator, so. it looks like? Is that her... Don't know. Is that her son? Don't know. Don't know. Because they want to make it as incendiary towards Biden himself as possible. I guess. Like yeah. She's the narrator and the bodyguard. So unless that's a secret mom, I don't know. I just had a problem right yeah. then and there. I just, I, I don't think, this isn't a defense of it, but uh, all I say is it doesn't feel any different than like W. No. You know what I mean? No, anybody where can like make any, any movie, movie. Yeah, any movie where it's like politically charged is tends to be a bad movie because they're putting their politics before story a story time, right? yeah so it ends up being extremely embarrassing like there was that yeah piece of uh, quote-unquote satirical tweet from some knob that went around like a couple of weeks ago it's like oh yeah daily wire is funding a a, autobi- a biography of malcolm x and we're gonna cast some right. white dude to play him and it's like they were kidding even though it's like completely plausible but like nobody cared at the same time because it's like sure yeah. go ahead and go ahead and make your weird embarrassing movie like that's right. fine <laughs> yeah. yeah and like and like yeah, all I want to say is that it's it tends to actually be the left that makes those embarrassing movies more Usually, often, yeah. But they're all embarrassing. They're Every so single one. Because emb- like, we're in liberal Hollywood. W yeah, is the most Hollywood. fucking embarrassing film. It's so bad. But what about Vice? Right. What about Vice, though? I didn't see Vice. Vice was okay in just that I had it- forgotten a lot of that news cycle because it was 20 years ago so it's yes. like they were going over stuff oh, that was God. like oh shit i forgot about that you know right Benghazi, remember that was a thing uh, I've, I've, i don't <sighs> we've not 9/11? been allowed to forget about Benghazi. <laughs> i don't remember i have no idea what you're referring to i thought you to. said you never forget is it like is that like a casino game <laughs> Benghazi? yeah it's a new app mm-hmm. yeah 
Uh, should we start? <laughs> yeah, sure. It lets you bid on sneakers. Oh yeah. my god, I love that. <laughs> oh, I want it. I want it. Um, listen. Yeah. Listen here. Mm-hmm. We have some producers we need to thank before we actually talk about movies. Sure. And boy, we have a lot of movies to talk about. Yeah. Uh, so big thank you to Darth Driftless the Wise. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Hombre. Hombre. Nice. Thank you to Heathcliff's Helping Handfuls. Thank you. Thank you to the conveniently placed self-destruct button on the top of every baby's head. Press it. Yeah, press it. You know you want to. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Samuel Beckett's Donuts and Mortgage Emporium. Thank you. Thank you to Snapper Car Punch's God in the Dick. Thank you. Thank you to At Nerd Numbers. Thank you so much. Thank you to Mike the Lurker. Thank you. Thank you to Dracula, the bus driving vampire. <laughs> Thank you to Brockway Loves the Meat Millie. Thank you. Thank you to David. Knife nice boot. Boot. Henson. Thank you. All right, let me jump in here. Thank you to Grumblebee. Thank, Thank you to Screaming you. Horse Pyramid. Thank, Thank you to Look Mime on a podcast. Thank you. Thank you to Zex Merkees, the Lightning Baron. Thank you. Thank you to Deborah's Awesome Barber's Great and Cancer and Go to Hell. Thank you. Thank you to Numino Ultra Microscopic Silico Volcano Coniosis Anti Disestablishmentarianism Jones. Thank you. Thank you to the baby from Eraserhead. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you to Chiz Killy Tits. Ooh. It's spooky season. Uh, thank you to these seven bees. Thank you. And thank you to Breezy Ruizy. Thank you. Okay. Guys, we, it's we a, had to try, it's a We here. had to do this trailer. It's, yeah, it's, it's a, a here. It's a here. It's a time. <laughs> this, it it's just a time. Happened. It happened today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've already seen that tweet. Or the, I tweeted, tweeted it. The, I tweeted the, <laughs> oh, no. Someone tweeted the Polygon um, article that the headline is Chris Pratt warns his Mario voice is unlike anything you've ever heard. It's just, <laughs> which is he's just doing. So funny. Right. He's just doing Bradley Cooper's Rocket Raccoon voice. Yeah, I mean, he's just a Chris Pratt. Well, I mean, like at, the, at the end, at the end, he's like, "Mushroom Kingdom, here we come!" Like he's got this little bit of like New York on it, and it, it just... he's doing the intro. He's doing the intro voice to the other Super Mario di- uh, uh, movie about uh, yeah. the dinosaurs. So, a million years ago, there was this asteroid yeah. that came down and blew up all the dinosaurs, and they were like, "What gives?" <laughs> Look, I don't. If he had s- gone that far, I would have been so excited. <laughs> If there's Sorry. some sort of tie-in, I, look, I, I don't want to speculate here uh, too much about what, what Mario Mario is going to be like in this universe. But did you get a sense of uh, this might be a Space Jam situation? Like, I don't think it's. Oh, star- yeah. I thought it was a live action movie to begin with. I thought um, it was going to oh. be live action. There's definitely like the little bit that we see. He's definitely like come to uh, Mushroom Kingdom from like his oh, world. I don't know if it's going to be like a live I, okay. action world, but. Yeah, I think it would be cool if it was a live action world. Just fuck it. Yeah, um, who cares? I yeah, that's the thing is, so the live action Super Mario Brothers movie, the reason that's the better film and will always be the better film, mm-hmm. is because it is so deeply unhinged. Oh yeah, uh, that it is entertaining, and then on top of that, it has some like really interesting things to say about fascism. Uh, it's 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 a very it's you know it was supposed to be a Max Headroom movie at first. Um, now, uh, it, it, in case anyone listening for some reason doesn't know, Dave uh, co-wrote a three-hour movie about the Mario say, Brothers. Yeah. Movie. I was about to say you could just watch that some more news episode. Yeah, the, uh, it's true. the movie. Uh, it's not the an movie, episode. The movie. All right, right. Um, but uh, the point being that. Doing just, like, my eyes just glazed the fuck over well, for this. And this isn't to say, like, 
if you're a if you're a child and you're watching this, good for you. I hope you have a great time. I have nothing against this movie. It's just that to me, it just looks like every other cartoon. Yeah, coming that's, out. That's what I was. Okay, go ahead, Drew. I was gonna say what I what I appreciate about it though. Okay, is like leading up to this, there were a bunch of tweets being like. You know, like, it's just me like, hey, I'm Mario, and this is my town. It was like, about this city, I'm rock and roll. You know, it's that dumb thing. And it's like, yeah. I guess my life's pretty sweet. It's just like the beginning of Lego Movie or any of yeah. the other movies or Free Guy. Um, this right. didn't do that. Like, this stayed pretty earnest to to a feeling of, like, they only use the Mario theme. There's no, like, there's no that's extra actually a That's actually a really good point. If this isn't meta, that's actually more subversive mm-hmm. now. Because the Chip and Dale one was that, like they all, they're all, all these cartoons lately have been too afraid of being the thing, mm-hmm. and so it is nice when they're just like, "Here's a Mario story. Here's the Mario Brothers." Like, I'm sorry, plot. Dave. I'm sorry, Dave. Did you say here's a Mario? Here's a Mario. here's a Mario. It's a here but a Mario. It's a here. Like you're right. Is that that's so funny that like they've been. There's been so many of those mm-hmm. where it's like, I'm in the Mario universe and we're going to explore the meta of that. That like, t- if this is just a straight up movie that is just like, yeah, this is the world. And now we're going to do a plot in this world. That is at least a little refreshing. Yeah. Uh, you Like even the Sonic one yeah. had to do the thing where it's like, and he's in real life and we're all making all these observations. Like, what are you? Uh, and this one is just, if this is unapologetically just we're telling a Mario story, mm-hmm. uh, and it's that's not, probably fine. It's not like they can't, like because it's not like the Angry Birds movie. You know, like it, there's been what right. thirty five years of Mario games. There's hundreds of characters. They have tons of like lore and worlds and a distinct art style. Uh, it's like you, they could just do a movie in the Mario, yeah. universe, and that's what this looks like. It is, and I yeah. did want to say. To the movie's credit, you said that it looks like everything else, and I agree that like it's the same jokes that Illumination has been making for the past ten years. Like the jokes in this trailer are just minions jokes. They're the same jokes we've seen them make for a decade. Oh, I was about to ask, are these the Madagascar people? Because those little penguins in the beginning were very like. No, no, it's um, Illumination. Okay, okay. Um, I think Madagascar was DreamWorks. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, but I will say that like because Mario and like Nintendo has a pretty distinct and defined look. This movie actually does look kind of different from uh, You're right. most of the other uh, 3D animated movies that are in theaters right now. Yeah. It like it's still like... pretty similar, uh, but like oh, yeah. it has its own, like you don't see characters that look like Bowser in those movies. Right. By the way, I watched this for the first time in the worst conditions ever. Mm-hmm. I watched a re- someone, the premiere you know, like when they it dropped. Oh, on the Nintendo like Direct. Live. Yeah. And well, no. And I watched another group and I won't say who because it, it's not their fault. But a, 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 like a, a fairly large company do like a real time reaction. Oh. So it's people reacting, watching the trailer. And it's like a group of adults oh, no. having to. And this is their job. And that's why I don't want to like it's not about them. I don't want to make fun of them. But it's their job to be excited about it. <laughs> And it's just watching like a bunch of adults watch a, a, the most generic like humor and like a, a fairly like f- perfectly fine Mario thing and have to be like, oh, my God, mind blown. Like and like have to really play it up. And it was like, Jesus Christ. Oh, that's embarrassing. Like, yeah, again, it's their job. So it's like that's what they're paid to do. Um, but it's like 
Can you imagine that being your job? Yeah. Being like, okay, you're going to have to react to this. Like, because my ultimate, I guess that's what we're literally doing right now. Um, right, but, but we're not like, like trying feel... to have an outsized reaction about exactly. the Mario. You know, it's a di- like, it's, I feel it's subtly perfectly. different. I feel, it's subtly yes. different. Well, <laughs> it is. What? It's subtly different in that I can say, I don't really care. <laughs> like, was and that... that's, that's, that's it. Well, my boyfriend, that... for, for a living, my, my boyfriend, uh, for a living and for pleasure, my boyfriend edits a lot of those big name reactor channels. Um, so I end sure. up watching a lot of those reactions and stuff. And like, kind of had the same vibe uh, a lot of times when I first was like watching. I was like, I don't get like, what is with the enthusiasm? But I will say for something, I haven't seen anything like this, but like, I don't know. There's something that's sort of genuinely positive about it when you see something like the Wakanda Forever trailer or something where you're just like, yeah, sure. like, I just really want to watch people get hyped and like cry in front yeah. of the trailer. Maybe not for this. Well, Wakanda, Wakanda Forever like makes kids. a lot more sense, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, and if it's like little kids reacting to like the new Little Mermaid, shit like that, where it's like, that's cute. I like that. Mm-hmm. But when it's the combination of grown adults like working for a corporation mm-hmm. who are there to be like, okay, you have to react to this. And you have to be interesting to a trailer that ultimately this trailer, like you said, it's very like the DreamWorks humor. Mm-hmm. It's it's just fine. It's fine. Uh, and it's extremely aggressively fine. It, yeah, exactly. It built up something like, with the score at the end that I, I kind of was like feeling something. I don't know. That score, that grand epic like Damon Dwaldi version of the Mario theme. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> that was dun, cool. dun, dun, dun. I want to make Game dun, of Thrones dun, dun, the dun. fuck out of that theme song. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I might not. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I might not watch this movie, but I might get the de- the soundtrack. <laughs> You're right. It was really good. They played Bowser's gonna... theme, and I think Mario's theme, and it was like, dun, dun, dun. And then they do that, dun, dun, dun. You know, when you know, yeah. like, we're doing that quick cross cuts of different scenes, and it just, like, makes a feeling happen. Like, it just, it's just an it emotional does. manipulation. But I was just like, yes, yes, yep. Mario, <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, I mean, Mario. I'm, I'm going to have to watch this movie, right? It's Mario. I don't know. I, 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 I might watch I, it on streaming or something. I mean, if there's nothing playing and we have to watch it for podcast, obviously I'll watch it. I'm not like, you know what I mean? Where it's just like, I, I don't, again, I feel nothing I feel and, and, <laughs> and not, and not in a negative way. It's just like, yeah, this looks fine. Yeah. I, I have my Mario, mm-hmm. my generation's Mario movie and I, mm-hmm. I prefer it. Yeah. But you the know, superior if, Mario. Well, yeah, if people like su- this one, su- superior. Well, look, superior, superior, Mario. Uh, let me guys, uh, <laughs> let me remind you guys. Let's take a little time travel back to uh, summer, spring, summer, two thousand eighteen. Though, when we were on a hypecast episode talking about Sonic the Hedgehog trailer and uh, right. talking about how bad it looked and like how we just weren't that excited for it, and I think we, I mean, I, I turned out like that movie was pretty okay. Like that was movie did better than I thought it was gonna do in my brain. Yeah. It was better than I expected, yeah. The teeth were fine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we had a very low teeth. bar, and it <laughs> stepped over the bar. Yeah, yeah. It, it's fine. It successfully stepped over the bar. Again, I, I, this is going back to the live-action one, which is like, I'd rather big swings, because if you miss, it's still spectacular. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. very memorable. I will say, this movie looks good. Uh, Illumination, I think... Uh, writes horrible jokes and uses the same jokes over and over again. But uh, boy, do they make pretty looking movies. And yeah. this, this movie looks good. Yeah, I bet if I took a bunch of mushrooms, I'd really enjoy this film. Oh, hell Which yeah. is actually very appropriate yeah. for watching this. Mm-hmm. So it maybe is I'll the do Mushroom that. Kingdom. Yeah. yeah. 
I like. Yeah. Was I supposed to know who those things were in the beginning? They were hanging out with Bowser. First of all, good call opening up with Bowser. That's a good way to do it. Like, cause yeah. Oh yeah. There's, yeah. there's a lot more people in this universe. I think creatures. I I think those penguins are like new. I remember them from one of no, the newer ones. No, aren't they the little, ones. the little shits from '64? May oh, they might be in '64. Oh, I, I, I well, mostly... you have to help help it find its mom. Oh, there you go. Okay, um, yeah. that makes sense because I was like these the. the the way Bowser looked in the, his like image, his shadow, it looked like an N64 version of uh, Bowser. So that makes sense. That that's the style yeah. they're going for. Yeah, it all kind of looks N64. Yeah, yeah. Um, do we want to talk about this next trailer? Yeah, Mario Forever. <laughs> what if we said no? <laughs> what if we were like, yeah, uh, this is uh, Wakanda Forever. Uh, this is. Uh, uh, new Black Panther trail. I've been avoiding these. Like it's coming out November, mm-hmm. but they've been very good. Like there's only like two trailers. Yeah, and I think they themselves are like, let's not show. They're much. really not showing much, which I appreciate. The big reveal here is that Black Panther is clearly a lady. Oh. Yes, it's got the Black Panther jumps down and it's it's got bosoms. And I'm guessing it's what's her name with the staff Shuri. who's awesome. I think it's Sherry. It's gonna be Shuri, yeah, probably. Is Shuri the one I'm thinking no. of? No, Shuri <laughs> no. is the is his sister, the the tech one. But didn't they show her getting like a Hulk thing? No, in this? that's the that's um with Ironheart, I believe. Oh, okay, okay, never mind. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe um, I'm wrong. Don't come at me, Marvel nerds. But so it's she's... the one. She's like, what is she anti-vax? What yeah. is her deal? Yep, that's yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. What are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> you okay, gonna do? I just thought. I, okay, that's that's fine. I mean, maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I'm thinking about it. Who, yeah, who was in that mech suit? It did kind of look like. The I mean, Ironheart's supposed to be in the movie, so I assumed that was mm-hmm. her. Yeah, yeah, that would make more sense. And they show an Iron Heart in the other trailer. Yeah. So well, also I, th- uh, I thought the big reveal of this was that um, what's his name Nader Nade the the Namor Namor uh, he comes with the wings. He comes down those little spinny his shoes. Little, his, little, his little ankle wings. His little, He's ankle got little, wings. little, yeah. little foot wings. Why would you that even need that? Silly. Why would you that need is... that under the sea? What is, does it propel you? Because it's it rules. That's why. I want. Oh my god! I want it to be that he, he accidentally flips upside down and like. Yeah, oh my you'd, god. Fly, you'd fly like a fucking jerk with those things. Yeah, you It'd would. be so good. Um, that looks. First of all, his shit looks. Oh, sorry for cursing. His shit looks awesome. Like I love his whole underwater world. I love that they yeah. ride whales. I love that it's like somehow seems like related to the Avatar sequel movie. But like, right. uh, and it, like you know, it, the first trailer really got me. Like that, how could it not? Like that first trailer yeah, is just you it's an feel awesome trailer. You feel a lot. This one, I think, uh, I just I can't get past the little feety things that he like. He's such a badass Here's underwater. This, and then this, this one was a little more like traditional Marvel trailer than the initial one. Yeah, I think. Here's what, yeah, here's what stands out with Black Panther because it's been so long and I haven't rewatched it in a while, and it's easy to like forget why I loved that movie. And this trailer seems to know why I loved the movie and the trailer before, because they show action. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is they show like a car chase. They show fights. Uh, And I remembered now what I love about Black Panther, which is that they do practical effects. They do practical stunts, obviously with CGI in the mix, too. But like they treat it like an action film, not not a fantasy film, an action film. Mm -hmm. Uh. And watching this trailer may, reminded me, like, oh my god, I'm so excited for that, for the action that's going to be in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just, I, I think these trailers are really good in that they've really reminded me, like, what I liked about Black Panther. 
And then, of course, they're in such a difficult situation uh, in terms of, like, you know, how to write it. And it looks like they just tackled it head on. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's I don't know. I'm I'm, uh, yeah, I'm very excited for this. And then the lack of trailers, the fact that I don't feel oversaturated by this. I'm not like already sick of the movie, you know, I'm just it's it's coming out in November and there's been two trailers. I'm sure there'll be a big TV ad push now. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, like, I think they did a really good job marketing this. Yeah, I was uh, I I was surprised. I was like, oh, this movie's coming out in November. I was was like, that's pretty soon. I feel like they should have been telling us more about this. Well, I think in their mind, they're like, do we really need to tell people? Mm -hmm. No, I mean, that first I think the first trailer was like one of the most watched trailers ever in the first 24 hours something like that also the original black panther is one of the best written of the mcu movies uh it is it might be the best mcu it's definitely among (laughs) yeah it's certainly probably the most compelling villain anyway the most compelling conflict Uh, yeah and uh, i think like like we were saying about the action like it's one of those few marvel movies where it doesn't feel like uh like the action was directed by somebody else i mean i'm sure it was but like the action sort but of it, you're flows right. seamlessly yeah. into like the movie's themes. I think Ryan Coogler is just that good uh, that the movie yeah. feels like a Ryan Coogler movie that happens to take place in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, kind of like for sure, kind of like the first Taika one. Uh, first, like uh, Ragnarok did that as well. Right. So um, it also, yeah, yeah and it, the, the action also again feels very grounded in in a way that makes it then like matter, mm-hmm. like as opposed to like you know people. Br- breaking through like fucking buildings and like oh, big cgi spectacle that's gonna be in this for sure i'm I mean, sure namor I mean, and fucking whale riding and stuff but like yeah but i know what you're saying they, again they're good at knowing like to include the more grounded stuff yeah for sure i mean black panther had one of the more embarrassing cgi scenes the in final it. fight yeah yeah that was my biggest critique of that movie is that it still had to be a superhero movie mm. and like all that is yeah that's the biggest issue but it's still a fantastic film and so I assume there'll be a level of bullshit in this too. Uh, but like, I'm, I bet it's going to be really fucking good. I just wonder, like, at what point does Matt Murdock show up? And yeah. <laughs> I would love. I want Matt Murdock to show up in everything. Yeah, though. you know, you for no reason. Yeah, me, yeah. Me I don't even kinda. need a Daredevil series if they just stick him in every single movie <laughs> from here on. Can I be honest? Kind of same. I was about to tweet out something earlier. Where I was like. Kind of, kind of into this, kind of yeah. into just letting him be like a floater. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, is a free agent. But I, yeah, fuck But it. I think my uh, my my joke there was more just about like this is one of those Marvel properties that doesn't seem connected to the larger um, world of like what they're trying to do with like the secret invasion or like the with Kang stuff or like you know like, yeah which yeah which was like the first Black Panther. It's sort of on the side. They're dealing with like the Wakanda stuff. Yeah. And I like that. I again, I, it's, I, so it's the same way that they all kind of like Thor deals with his Thor business, you know, in the Thor movies. But like every now and then things kind of tie in. Wakanda feels like very much um, tacked on, but I never mind it. Like it, it, even in the Avengers films where they like go to Wakanda, it, it, it works, but it always feels like, yeah, Wakanda's not really like a big part of it. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, that's fine. Like, cause it's, because I think the more tied into the MCU it is, the more bogged down. Exactly. Exactly. It. So yeah. I don't need a lot of crossover characters, I guess I'm saying in this one. Yeah, uh, for sure. I don't need like two post credit spoilers where, yeah, like Matt Murdock shows up and I don't know. Let's pick another yeah. one. Blade. Blade's there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I like I like that Bilbo's still in it. 
Bilbo yeah, Baggins. Bilbo running around in there. Yeah. Um. Uh. How about this uh, next trailer, The Wonder? So I thought this was the one about uh, about the one that's a sequel, prequel, no sequel to the to the one with Julia Roberts about the guy with the kid with the messed up face. That's but this <laughs> one's about the Holocaust. I thought it was that what? one. I have no what idea what you you're talking say? about, guys. Yeah, guys, I, I, okay. I, this is a this is a Netflix movie starring Florence Pugh. <laughs> right, right, right. It sure is. Yeah, yeah. You guys don't remember Wonder, <laughs> and then you don't remember like a one like the something a Wonder story that just came out with Helen Mirren. It's like about her. Child. No. Okay, I'll I'll come back to this. That sounds crazy. Oh man, no, that would pass me by. <laughs> it's like a sequel to the Mask thing they did a couple years ago that was called Wonder. Okay. Yeah. I got nothing. <laughs> okay, I'm so sorry to derail this. No, so you're Flor- fine. Flores View thing sounds great too. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. this looks like uh, a little. This looks creepy, but also like like it's probably not fully a horror movie. You know what I mean? I don't think it's actually supernatural. That's yeah. my yeah. my big take because the it's it's Florence Pugh and she goes to investigate this child who they say hasn't eaten in like four months and it's like the church or something. Um, I'm guessing the child has eaten. Yeah. <laughs> My guess is that she's is secretly eating. Yeah. Yeah, and and this isn't this is a drama. I think this is a drama, yeah. not a horror movie. Yeah. The yeah the the trailer is presenting it like sort of fixating on the the creepy aspects of it. But yeah, it's um it's old timey days. Uh, not sure exactly yeah. when, but like old timey days. Um, and she's a nurse getting sent there, and they also she's there being sent there with a nun. Uh, to try to determine whether or not it is a miracle that mm-hmm. the this girl has been fasting for four months and is still alive. And creepy shit spirals out from there, but also it seems like it's more about uh, family dynamics and gender dynamics and church dynamics. Like, I think I think you're right, Dave. I think it's going to yeah. be more think... of a drama than anything else. Well, yeah, I bet... Oh, go on. Yeah. Okay. I was just going to say... I have some predictions for this film. I think it'll be one good. I think it'll be a good film. It looks good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think it'll piss off a lot of people because it seems to be advertised. Oh yeah. As like a horror thriller. <laughs> it's not oh, yeah. And I be a don't ghost. think it's that. No. And so that's what I think is going to, it's going to be a very good movie that not like the wrong people will watch. It's like a, uh, yeah, it's like first, what's it called? First, uh, the Ethan Hawke movie. First, First reform. First, reform. first reform. I thought that was a horror movie going into it, and I was like, "What the hell? No." Yeah, it's upsetting. Right, but that I hear is a very good movie as well. It is Paul Schrader, you know? Yeah, and this yeah, this looks good. It's just yeah, it says it's a period drama, and it's weird. It is weird how the 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 trailer has made it out to be like, yeah, a little like creepy that's, that's or something. A, that's yeah, fully marketing. I mean, this is a this is a show where we talk about marketing, so we know the trick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would say, it's based off a book, right? I thought it was based off a true story. The writer, I really thought this was based off a true it story. It might be both. It's based off the of the the wonder a book, um, and it said the writer of Room, I yep. believe. Yes. So it's not only going to be a drama, but I bet it's going to be a really fucking bleak ass drama. Uh, and uh, I gotta tell I you, know, I gotta I tell you, watch it. It looks bleak. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, it looks super good. I'm actually really interested in this movie. Do you think you're going to um, see Florence Pugh crying uh, hysterically at some probably. point? Because I don't know if I want to see a movie if she doesn't cry in it. We we do see her shout exasperatedly, oh, which good. is that's yeah. one that's one check on the you know also, on the Florence Pugh bingo card. Yeah. 
is she kind of a Tom Hardy? And what I mean by that is if she does a movie, she's like, I'm going to do a voice. I'm going to do an accent. Oh. It won't be the like she does a different accent all the time now. Right. Yeah, wow. Pretty much. Is that yeah. Tom Hardy? And I, I thought Tom Hardy's like you put some shit over your face. Tom Hardy's like hard to hear. Yeah. So that's why I mean, she's sort of a Tom Hardy. It's, she's more of a Christian Bale, I would say, in that it's like, yeah, I'm going to do an accent. You better believe I'm going to do an accent. And she's good at it. So, you know. Yeah, yeah it's I wouldn't I. I would agree that yes, Tom Hardy is a person who just is like, I'm going to just do a fucking weird ass voice and see if anybody stops me. Uh, but I think Florence <laughs> Pugh is a little more refined in that her, she, she has yet to do uh, an accent in a movie that's been like really distracting. Yeah. And I need her to, to I be mean, honest. Like not, I want not her counting, to. not counting Black Widow. Cause everybody's doing fucking Boris and Natasha and Black Widow. Yes. 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 Um, but like, other than that, it's, she's just doing like believable this is how a person might sound. Can I be honest? Yeah. Can I be honest? That's yeah. what I'm saying. More Christian Bale. I don't. Yep. Christian Bale is a good comparison. I don't know what her voice is. She British or American? I do not know. She I don't is, know. She is British. Whoa. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. So I think sometimes yeah. it's just her voice. <laughs> Got that health real, real accumplishment. This yeah. might be her voice. Yeah. It's, we at some point we might have, we might have just accidentally heard her voice. Maybe. There's no telling. Again, Christian Bale, where it's like, I don't know, I for the longest time, I didn't know what Christian Bale actually sounded yeah. like. Because he even did interviews in the fucking accent. Right, and he'll do the interviews where it's still mostly the voice he's doing in the yeah. movie. So you're just like, what the fuck are you? Oh, yeah. not to spin this too far off track, but did you guys read that pr- Christian Bale like GQ profile yesterday? It was, it was I haven't good. read yeah. it. I haven't, I haven't I, read I, it. I've seen like some I of the it, like, quotes from it. Yeah, they pulled the headlines out. We're honestly... They're trying to find like outrageous things, but it, it, it's like the thing about him acting on green screen. And he says, like, it's monotonous. It's boring. And that's it. And people are like, oh, my God, look at what Christian Bale said. And it's like, no, that sounds right. He didn't insult the movie. No. You know, like no, it's much more. It, it was much more like the, it was an actually very good interview that got pretty in depth about like him and who he is. And like, it's one of the rare ones. Right. Zach, I think it was Zach Barron did it or something or somebody did that. Zach somebody and it's a really good interview like i don't have any funny commentary just go read it because like the headlines are gonna not do it justice yeah for sure cool uh cool uh next trailer shotgun wedding i saw people on the tweeter on the tweeter tweeting about this Mm -hmm. about how it doesn't go where you think uh it does take a turn. It's j-lo and uh what's his face josh dumal not Um, yeah josh dumal not army hammer yeah. Yeah. Not Army Hammer. Because this was I, the movie he was filming when them when them allegations came out. I think of him as not Timothy Oliphant. That's that's more that's a more accurate description of Josh Duhamel. Josh Duhamel himself. Was yes. he the one yeah, married was to just, Fergie? Yes. Okay. There's another guy that looks like him too. Yeah. 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 Uh, they all came from the same. Uh, like bat. like Garrett Dillahunt kind of looks yes. like. Him. Yes. Garrett Dillahunt. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, can I ask a question? Is yeah. is um. Is Jennifer Coolidge supposed to be J-Lo's mother-in-law? I think so. Because she is six years yeah. older than J-Lo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's some problems with Hollywood this. Hollywood, baby! Like, my, yeah, my general feeling is that after that Sandy Bullock and um, Ch- Ch- the Lost, Ch- City. Taters, Lost City... I think there's there was that realization of like, oh yeah, we can bring back the Romancing the Stone type really? movies, the, and and I'm I'm I like that. I encourage it. That said, this movie does not look great to me. Um, I think yeah. what's his face, uh, not Army Hammer, Josh is Dumont. not ex- He's not. 
he's not funny. <laughs> like he's not a funny guy. How dare you? He doesn't have. I'm sorry. He's not like. He's not like he's no taters, you know, like he doesn't have that much charisma to him. Like neither of them. J-Lo I like, too. But like for like a comedy adventure, I'm just like, I don't I don't see much like like the beauty, beautiful thing of Lost City was fucking Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. I was like, oh, I want them to marry each other in real life after this. They're they're perfect together. Yeah. Uh, whereas this, I don't see that. I just don't see it. Uh, J-Lo is never like fit with any of the guys that I feel like that they try to put her with on screen like I've never been like oh yeah Owen Wilson and her or like oh yeah Matthew McConaughey or or Ralph right. Fiennes like it just never seemed like the right uh right match for her and like this is like to win a date with Tad Hamilton like I don't I don't see that what's weird about this trailer though is it introduces very early in the trailer that uh or in this wedding concept right this this couple's having a resort wedding Jennifer Coolidge is the mother-in-law uh, to Josh Jamal. I guess it works out. We did the math. So, like, uh, Josh Jamal's a little bit younger than J-Lo. So if Jennifer Coolidge had a kid at 11 because she couldn't get an abortion okay. in the state of Ohio or something, then she could have technically... This could technically it's work. It's bleak, but yeah. Sure, right. no, I'm glad I'm glad we cracked this case. Yeah, so that, so that kind of works. <laughs> um, but then they're having this resort wedding, and then her boyfriend comes in, her ex boy like J-Lo's ex-boyfriend, and it looks like... It looks like Lenny Kravitz, but it might not be Lenny Kravitz. Uh, and he comes in on this helicopter, and everyone's like, what is he doing here? And she's like, I don't know. And then the next thing they know, their their wedding is being taken over by guys in slipknot masks. And Yeah, so yeah. It, the movie does this thing where it's like, oh, that's the plot. Rich ex-boyfriend. Okay, got it. And then that's not actually the plot. And I'm guessing that the ex-boyfriend is why the people yes. are coming into the wedding, because he's like important, they're kidnapping him or whatever. Uh, but, and that's, I mean, that's all well and good, but it, the, like, as people pointed out, the trailer really fucking blindsides you with that. And the part of the reason why is because I think tonally this film also, or le- rather this trailer is all over the fucking place. Um, like later the mother-in-law is like fi- killing people too. Yeah. And like, it's just like, I don't know, man. Like I, I would, th- this feels more like broad comedy than adventure romance. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes, and I think that's yeah. I, that's actually the tone that I got from. It. I don't think that I didn't have a tonal problem with the trailer. I just think I agree that none of the beats in the trailer land. Like the the concept is fun, and the movie looks like some of these sequences should be fun. Like like I love the idea yeah. of this trailer. I love the idea of a destination wedding. Pirates show up to kidnap her ex-boyfriend and suddenly it becomes die hard except with a newlywed couple. That's fun. Yeah. But like, yeah, like, like you said, it's, there's just something it's either the pairing or I don't know, uh, maybe it had something to do with the last minute replacement of the, the male lead. <laughs> right. But like, yeah, none of the beats are really landing in the trailer uh, except uh, Gen- yeah. Jennifer Coolidge's stuff lands. Cause she's Jennifer Coolidge. It's just like, yeah. like she's it's just her doing white Lotus, but she's got a gun. Like, exactly. Yeah, it. It's just, yeah, it's just white Lotus again. But like, uh, yeah, I think that I know. I, I think you're right that it is probably written as a broad comedy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's problem. Number one is like, uh, you should have made this more like a diehard more like you should have leaned on the action side of it more than the comedy side. Because it just feels cartoony otherwise. Uh, I don't think lies. that's a bad like, thing. True lies, if you will. I think it doesn't work for like... True lies would have been... Yeah, that's the that's True the lies tone. is a good example. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like... And it, it, it's that idea of like... It's not, it doesn't feel like quite a comedy. It doesn't feel like quite an adventure. And it doesn't feel like quite a romance either. So I feel like it's going to half-ass all of those things. Again, this is going 
completely off what the trailer wants us to see, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's surprisingly dark, you know? Maybe maybe they did nail it, but uh, that's that's sort of my fear of this I will one. say that the, as the trailer progresses, it's certainly more violent than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, this is, it's coming to Prime, so I'll probably watch it, because I do... Like the the premise appeals to me, and I like these two actors. It just doesn't seem like they're really vibing, at least in the trailer. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. I don't know. I mean, I just if they. Uh, what's I was that? gonna say? Like it reminds me. Sorry, I kind of trailed off for a second. It kind of reminds me of Six Days, Seven Nights. Remember, like that a little, little bit, bit, a little yeah. bit, yeah. Kind of got that vibe of like, I mean, not only they just in for the paycheck, but this like doesn't this one makes sense in a fictional world. It doesn't make sense like in a. Like that, they're nothing about their chemistry. It also kind of reminded me of that, um, I guess a little less so, but like that Julia Roberts, George Clooney, you know, couple going to ruin their daughter's wedding that we did life. Oh, on. yeah, where oh, they just that's, play terrible people. Yeah. Yeah. That's in theaters right now. What the hell is that called? I don't know. It kind of almost seems like I w- it seems like a setup for the next uh, next installment of Fantasy Island, the movie. Yeah, man, you <laughs> You brought Six Days, Seven Nights screaming back into my mind. That is not a good movie. <laughs> no. Oof. Isn't that uh That's Harrison Ford and Anne Heche. It is. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, man. It was, yeah. I mean, it was, it just I'm wasn't gonna good. I'm going to watch that. No, it just wasn't good. <laughs> it just wasn't good. It was them going for Romancing the Stone uh, in the late 90s, but yeah. God bless Schwimmer. Yeah. God bless Schwimmer for, for playing the cuck in that movie. <laughs> I had I no memory of him in that film. I gotta watch that movie. I gotta watch that movie immediately. It was one of the free DVDs I got with my first DVD player. Oh no! Six days, that, seven nights. It has that energy. Yeah. It, has, it, has that. it has comes with DVD player energy. Mm-hmm. It has Amazing. one of five free DVDs vibes. Got big uh, scholastic yeah. book like energy. <laughs> but yeah, I think that, that was wedding. that was the movie where uh, Harrison Ford debuted the earring. I think. Yep. yep. Anyway. Ooh. Yeah. But this, well, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'll see this. If they had, if they kept Army Hammer, he could have been eating everybody like Kirby. Throughout, nom, but... nom, 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 nom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just being a real monster. Yeah, I like it. I get why they didn't. Um... <laughs> you understand why they didn't keep <laughs> the, the, the weird guy with the, guy the cannibal with fetish? Extremely troubling allegations <laughs> I, in the film i want to i yeah. want to know i i see i see i want to know what the slipknot masks are about like why uh, just being cool i don't know is that maybe it's slipknot maybe it's the band oh if slipknot. it's the band slipknot now we got a movie that'd be very now cool we got a movie. that'd be very they're cool. mad they're mad that they didn't get hired to play the wedding if if yeah. this is actually season three of white lotus i'd also be very happy sure um uh should we talk about this next one Sure. This next one's called Emancipation. It's coming out on Apple TV. I've seen. Look, uh, first of all, I think this looks good, but I I've been seeing some like spicy takes of people like, mm. will Will Smith get the nomination because of the slap? And I'm like, like well, can we can wait we till see the, the movie? movie comes comes yeah, yeah, I've seen I've seen the same thing. There's been stories around. It's like, well, Academy members say they're not sure whether or not they'll vote for Will Smith for Emancipation. It's like we haven't fucking right. seen the movie yet. But that it's so. What bugs me about that is it really gives away the game. It gives away the, the game 100%. Are, uh, yeah, that are well fixed. Like, they're yeah. not, yeah, it's just, oh, yeah, we, we're supposed to like these movies. And it's we're like gonna. they're voting for the idea of something rather than its actual right. quality. Anyway. Meanwhile, RRR is campaigning, and it's like, yeah, give it give it to RRR. Give Let it RRR ev- sweep give it every award, the Oscars. yes. Yeah. I just, 
this is um if it doesn't win at oh. least best song i will fight someone anyway <laughs> yeah exactly i just don't get it like i first of all i didn't realize that was that that was this will smith thing so it took me like pretty late into this trailer to be like oh shit is this the will smith thing uh yeah uh, it is it is and then like Okay, I had already seen the news that he's gone back, you know, he's he's made a public appearance and done the whole thing, but I'm like, I I don't know what exactly this is going to be. Uh, yeah, this appears to be about a slave during the Civil War who's uh, traveling. Okay. Uh, that's that's the most the, the trailer gives us, right? Well, yeah, is, it's they... He's they, traveling, I assume, I assume, for his freedom, they for hear, his life. They hear about lincoln do, uh, right, announcing right. the the emancipation proclamation right. so he's trying to make his way north yeah it's like an actiony uh, thing i guess he's doing yeah a, no it's it's, yeah. Direct, it's directed by antoine fuqua oh that's right that's right uh, that's right yeah oh yeah it does kind of look yeah good. Uh, I, yeah i was gonna say i think this is gonna be quite it good. looks good i mean yeah i just i don't even know if it's gonna be like a drama i think it's i think it will smith looks, will be great in it it looks kind of actiony honestly it's gonna be like the harder yeah, they fall does. which is my favorite movie of last year one of my favorites i didn't oh see my that. god really oh which uh uh what's his name um the Fucking new everyone kang. is in it oh well, it's got the new kang bad guy uh, oh shit i just blanked on his name something iron something strong oh gosh kill me what is it uh, yeah, the guy who's playing King the Conqueror, uh, Jonathan Majors. Oh, okay. yeah. Jonathan Majors. He it, that movie is yeah, so good. That movie, go watch it immediately. It's amazing. I'll go watch it. Yeah, um, <clears throat> but yeah, I am excited for this. This looks, this looks pretty fucking intense. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it. I don't know what else to say about it. I honestly. like. I like the look of it, which I didn't think I would because it's one of those extremely you know post production color correction type things where it almost looks black and white but it's not quite yeah i do like that because it's it's like yeah i i like the black and white look it's mm-hmm. it's pretty much black is and he white, yeah i would is say is he doing a voice in this yes. one what yeah. what yeah, is it sure what is. is the voice it sounds it's an african, it's an african accent, accent. Right? okay yeah, that's what it sounds like okay i was just when yeah. i didn't know it was will smith I, would, I guess you know he did a really good job immersing himself in this role i just like did not know who that was yeah it's a it's i couldn't yeah if I didn't already I think, know that it was Will Smith, I wouldn't have been able to guess. Yeah. Right. Here's the thing. Who gives a shit about the Oscars? I I also, I'm not, I'm not like, there, so many actors have done so many terrible yeah. things. Right. That yeah. Will Smith slapping a man has just not really been on my radar. You know what I mean? Nope. Where all, this whole thing of like, oh, is, is this disgrace? And it's like, motherfucker, Mel Gibson's still making movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fine and also like yeah it's fine it's fine i know there's a conversation to be had about comedy and 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 so on and so forth but in terms of like this weird outrage it's like i don't give a shit what? but like if it how funny well, would it I mean, be if he was not allowed <laughs> sorry what it boils down to is two millionaires got into a slap fight in their public exactly. party right. like they're televised exactly. parties like, so it's like i don't their trade I don't, show i don't care yeah. he's a kicked out of the academy like what more do you want like he's he's right. kicked out I think, he, I think he i think he actually resigned but yeah yeah but he's not yeah. allowed back in and again it's it's just so it's so underwhelming yeah. i like chris rock and i like will smith yeah i hope they i hope they hash it out personally and figure it out but i also don't know them and as you said they're both millionaires yeah um uh what i was getting at is how funny would it be if he's just like banned from the oscars and for the next five years 
is just giving the best performances of his career one after another, and sure. they just ignore them. Yeah, like that would be that would be. But fun. they have to still give it to like, him. They it. still have to. But he, you know, he has to get someone else. To, Jada has to accept on his behalf or something. Yeah, or or oh, I do like the idea that they keep giving it to him, and every Oscars he slaps someone else <laughs> every time, oh, and yeah. they're just like, "Well, we that can't beca- do anything." Beca- He's putting in these great performances. It becomes the game is who's he gonna slap? Yeah, this who's year? he gonna slap? This just year, slaps yeah. the shit out of Billy Crystal. It's like it's like the level that Shia wants to ascend to, and a couple others. We're just sort yeah. of like we're so good. And Miles Teller, maybe you know, it's like I'm so good at acting that like nothing I can do can like possibly like stick on me. I mean, there's right. a bit of a difference between Shia and Miles Teller. Absolutely, but I can't absolutely. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean, though? Like, that you can behave, like, yeah. kind of shitty outside of it, but, like, we'll keep hiring you. Right. Like, I guess Miles Teller would be the better example. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he's just kind of a douche, but he's a pretty good actor. He's, yeah. 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 But, yeah, this looks good. Yeah. Should we talk about this uh, This cabinet, this furniture mm-hmm. uh, movie? Yeah. The Cabinet of Curiosities. Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities I love that this entire trailer is just the weirdo actors um, in movie in in like shorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, like Tim Blake Nelson. It. Yeah, and Crispin Glover's in there. Yeah, oh, did I of not? Of course, yeah. of course he's. In oh, there. everyone's in this. Yeah. This is this is this is everyone. This is like a Drew. Somebody did like a sample, like a, a marketing study of like what Drew would like to see, like people she would like to see in one room. Uh, doing some scary yep. stuff, and I was like, okay, let's just get it for her. Like, we got Dan Steve. At one point, I was like, I bet Dan Stevens is gonna show up, and then he immediately show up. And he fucking does. Right he his, does. His face whips up into frame. Yeah. Here's, like, there he is. There, there's my boy. This is what I have to. I have to command commend um, Guillermo del Toro for this, and I do think we're getting more of this with horror. But do you remember, like, it, this was more in the '90s and 2000s. Thinking about in the 70s, how horror used to be a genre that credible directors and actors would do. Yes. Like not to start out, but to just do like The Shining or The Omen, where it's Mm -hmm. like you got fucking Gregory Peck there doing a horror movie. And then we lost that. We lost it for so long. (sighs) The idea that horror could be this thing that a respectable big actor could do. It just became we're gonna have a twenty-something start their career this way. Yeah, I think for the longest time, I, I think the uh, reemergence of the slasher genre and specifically the teen slasher genre probably had a lot to do with that. Absolutely, but like horror movie became like when people talk about the concept of elevated horror, and and they like always mean like, like oh, it, it has a bigger message. Um, I like that it's also now meaning like just horror is on a it's more respected. It feels like now. And, and it was once, and now it feels like it is again. Like, just to, to watch movies, I don't know, to watch this trailer and see who's in it, and it's just like, fuck yeah. Like, this has actors. This has, this has talented people in it. And to, doing to clarify, oh, just, just real quick, to clarify for the listeners who may not, may not have seen the trailer yet, The Cabinet of Curiosities is going to be a miniseries mm-hmm. of yeah. eight short films that are going to be released over a couple of days on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to push back all, for, all from all from different filmmakers, I believe. Okay, I, I do want to push back a little for bit sure. on this. Like, I don't think Hollywood's ever taken like horror that seriously. There might have been like you know some exceptions, like to the thriller kind of con- like you know the the Alfred Hitchcocks, if you will, some of the, like the De Palma stuff. But we've never really taken like horror. We don't give horror Academy Awards. There have been like outliers to it. Oh, absolutely not. But we used to at least have like again, we used to have uh, actors and directors. Uh, commit to making horror movies late in their career. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, and and so 
and like it was it, yeah and and i'm not saying there's still there was still actors who did that throughout but there was like this dip where horror movies were and it partially it has to do with the horror movies weren't very good i think during that time too uh but watching a horror anthology of all things mm-hmm. um to have all these actors in it i don't know and again there's always been a little bit of this i mean i always think of um uh tom is it cat's eyes the one with luke skywalker no that's um body bags body bags yeah shit like body bags mm-hmm. or um i mean cat's eye is that the one with what's the one with fucking leslie nielsen burying no that's creep, creep, show. Show. Say creep, creep, show. creep show creep show yeah like we we did do anthology series where you're like i can't believe that actor's in yeah. it mm-hmm. um but it, it's just few and far in between and i'm um, ma- mainly talking about 90s to like mid 2000s yeah. was mm-hmm. a real like dip in horror where no one was really touching it and it was all kind of crap. Yeah, and, and it's just, just nice to see it come back in such a, I don't know. Yeah, and such we, a it wonderful didn't, way. It didn't um, like Jaws, The Exorcist, The Omen didn't win big, but all those movies were nominated for Oscars. Like Exorcist got nominated for ten Oscars. Can, can, can oh, I yeah. posit that it might not be so much horror versus like you know this this or like high horror or elevated horror? I think it's the difference between television or like the streaming medium and and film. Like, I think that's a little bit a part of it, too. Like, we've been able to tell like, For sure, these Stranger yeah. Things. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, there's been that incredible Channel Zero show. I mean, we've just been able to write whatever Ryan Murphy's arguably been able to achieve. Uh, uh, if you want to look at it, <laughs> yeah. but, like, there's been some groundbreaking horror that's been able to, to do long form and, like, specifically seasonal anthologies on television that just, like, Nick Iacosta's stuff, like... There's just been great, mm-hmm. great, great horror that's been like in the form of streaming, whether that's like one-offs or yeah. one-off series or like things that just keep resetting. But I think I think that to me is like the bigger thing. And watching the actors kind of come over, even like True Detective season one, even though that's not quite horror horror, but watching like the McConaughey and like you know these A-list actors yeah. come over to TV and do these like creative. It's been a yeah, it's been great. I won't rest though. And until I see Daniel Day Lewis in a VHS. Oh my God. That's what I want. Can you imagine? And it all, uh, like, the entire plot of the VHS could just be that they run into Daniel Day Lewis. Right. And he's just intense. That would and be a, that would be a white knuckle experience. It, it really would David, be. David, I'm not sure if you know this. Have you seen the most, uh, not the most recent one, the one right before the, the 1991 or whatever? They've gotten uh, very good. <laughs> There's that terrible. Wait, oh, we've are seen, you talking we've about seen all viral? Of them. Oh, all of them? Yeah, I haven't seen the, the newest one yet, but like that, that 1991 one was pretty good. 1990, yeah. VHS yeah. 90. That, yeah, that one's great. 94. 94, and then 99 is coming out soon, and that's I'm so fucking excited yeah. for yeah, that. Man. Daniel Day Lewis should show up, like or at least Jeremy Irons. He should, or, or somebody. At least, <laughs> if you can't get <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis, at Jeremy least Irons. Jeremy Irons. Yeah. The other Daniel Day. Hard agree. Hard yeah. agree. But wait, let's, let's go to the he's cat. Like a, he's, like a po- he's a Pokemon variation of Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah. Oh my god, they're interchangeable. If you can't get one, you can get the other for a thing. And, Dan- and Daniel Day is not going to be available. Just get Jeremy Irons. Uh, I want to go through the cast list of this a little bit. Um, if that's, yeah, sure. if that's uh, a thing. Um, so yeah. we have Tim Blake Nelson. Go forever it. Uh, that's great. We have Dan Stevens. My, my boo. I'm just trying to like vamp while I get... Let's see. Andrew Lincoln. Rupert Grint, who I think I last saw on The Servant doing a, an amazing, like, I'm not being sarcastic, an amazing Paul Giamatti on Sideways impression. I love that Rupert is coming back in, in he's in that M. Night movie, mm-hmm. too. I, I, I want to see more Rupert. Yeah. yeah. 
get Ron Weasley in there. Because he's got, he's yeah. made it real weird. He's like, okay, I'm not going to be attractive. I guess that's my lot in life. But like, you know, I'm still riding on some fame. And like, he's becoming like one of those good actor actors. Uh, yeah. Let's see. I'm trying to see who else I recognize on this. Uh, uh, Gina Davis. Oh, sh- Do you hell recognize yeah, Gina, Gina Davis. Davis. Yeah. Peter Weller. Yeah. she's Peter me. Weller's in yep. this. F. Murray, my boy. My mom... F. My Murray. mom used to date him, and she broke up with him because she thought that he wasn't going anywhere. After all, he could only book an Amex commercial, like for his career. That's amazing. Yeah, she, she if she sees him again, she should be like, "I told you, you weren't going yeah. anywhere." Mm-hmm. And just yeah, she must have been so throw his mad. Oscar in the trash. Yeah. The irony of watching him in Amadeus and realizing that's what you missed up, like that's what you passed up. That's yep. uh, real good. Um, let's see. I'm trying to see mm-hmm. who else we got here. We got oh, we got some of the directors are great, Catherine. Well, not great. Well, we got Catherine Hardwick. I mean, by great, I mean recognizable. Uh, yeah. We got Vincenzo Natale. Now, that's great. That's the Cube director, guys. That's the director of Cube. Oh, shit. Yeah. I think, isn't isn't uh, Jennifer Kent doing one, or is, or is she yep, doing one for she VHS? Is. Okay. She's doing one. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Okay, I'm just, I'm done trying to read the rest of these, so. That's the, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, for listeners, Jennifer, Jennifer Kent made the Babadook. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, the director of The Empty Man is doing one. Nice. Yeah. No, no, this is going to be... It's Guillermo del Toro. If he wants you to direct something, uh, yeah. one of his cinematographers is doing um, uh, a, a one. I'm, I'm just quickly clicking on the names. Yeah, director of Cube. Oh, like, yeah, a real he, walks home at night. That, 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 that raining. Yeah, yep. no, that's great. That's great. Yep. Uh, director of... Uh, Lords of Dogtown and Twilight. Yes, yeah, saying Catherine Hardwick. Yeah, that's Catherine Hardwick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, uh, crazy. I, I mean, I'm like honestly, that's that's a really good lineup. Uh, but you got me. You had me at Vincenzo Natale. Yeah, we skipped. Uh, the director of Mandy is doing Wait, one. Where? Mm. Oh, Panos Cosmatos. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes, yes. So yeah, this is um gonna be awesome this, this show is gonna be sweet <laughs> yeah this is gonna be so fucking awesome yeah oh my god do not fucking miss out on this one oh my yeah god dj um, falls is in it uh, yeah damn right he is oh, man. hell yeah hell yeah dj qualls love yeah. seeing him get work yeah don't we all uh let's talk about raymond and ray sure uh, these two guys they need work too right yeah, it's man. ewan and uh hawk mm-hmm. Yes. Ewan and the Hawk. This looks fun. I mean, fun is a weird way to describe it, but it does look good. It's Ethan Hawk and Ewan McGregor. They're estranged brothers. Their shitty father has just died, and it's forcing them to come together and reconcile their differences and heal past wounds, etc., etc. It's um, it's yeah, like it's... the corrections. It's like the corrections show that Ewan never got to make. He was halfway through filming the uh, you know that uh, what's his name? That guy who loves birds. That that author, the corrections dude. Anyway. Yeah, sure. but it, uh, he never got to make that movie. It was a big deal when it flopped at HBO. Like, the whole deal fell through, and they were yeah. halfway through filming. Uh, Jonathan, not Jonathan Saffron first. Jonathan, whatever. Uh, this feels like the kind of thing where Owen McGregor, when he does an American accent, he has to sound like such a pussy, and I don't know why. Like, I don't get it. Like, he sounds so great. It's his only American it's, accent. I loved him yeah. in Fargo. I love him in, like, all in Doctor Sleep and all the movies his he only, does. The only American voice he can do is Wounded. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. then you hear an Obi Wan, and you're like, "Oh, that sounds just like Alec Guinness. Like that's amazing." <laughs> like, and they were like, "Why is this way? Is this what you think we sound like? Like this is like the uh, yeah. emasculated American male? Oh no!" And then Ethan Hawke, you can't yeah. go wrong. I mean, that that guy. Yeah. I think. 
Oh just, yeah. This is this just it gives off the, like the Martin McDonough mm-hmm. vibes or like even like the judge is my favorite genre of adult drama, which is like a little quirky, funny, little fucked up drama. Death. Uh, where it's like it's gonna be it's gonna yeah, it's morbid, very morbid. Uh so I'm I'm just so into watching Ethan Hawke and fucking Ewan McGregor play brothers who are fighting. Like that's mm. well, also that I like the idea that like I don't know if you guys get this from him. I feel like I might be alone in this, but I feel like Ethan Hawke, great performance. Like he never turns in a bad performance. I think you guys said recently, and I agree. Yeah, seems I like a that. seems like he'd be so much to handle in real life. Like he seems like he is. He seems like <laughs> he seems like a he lot. Seems like such so much. Like and I'm a lot to deal with. So game recognized game. But like, it seems right. like I once read an or like a quote from him where he's like, people don't think poetry is as important as breathing air or eating food. But that's like because they haven't <laughs> they haven't seen like a loved one die and needed to like fill their mind with the with the like words and art that like oh my god it was so bad it was such a terrible and he was so earnest like it is like he's that Moon Knight character he's just so yeah, earnest. I, <laughs> here's I would argue every actor and every actress is a lot to know in real life every single one of Um, them they're all a pain in the ass that's my guess is every single one of them wants to like does spontaneous stuff or like is just like an emotional wreck of like every single across the board they're all just a bit much and and that's just how it is maybe his pseudo it's the pseudo philosophical you know it's that kind of almost like I don't want to say pretentious, but it does kind of seem like that kind of like art pretentious thing that he's doing. Yeah. That, that rubs I me the wrong way. I always think about, I always think about, I remember it was, I think the making of Lincoln on the subject of Daniel Day Lewis, <laughs> he wouldn't like text and he wouldn't like, he, he would, he did the method Lincoln. And I remember an interview saying that it drove his wife nuts. And then it dawned on me. He has a wife. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> Oh my God, yeah. that poor poor yeah. woman i had read that um, i had read that he would he would text but he answered he stayed in character oh like yeah he, right. would, he, he would answer his lincoln. text as lincoln oh, God. yeah he's yeah, like what his, is this machine his wife is just like <laughs> yeah it'd be calling sally field mary todd yeah. in their texts oh, christ so, uh, look. yeah or like on my left foot oh, where God. like his agent apparently stormed off the set because he kept acting paralyzed yeah. Yeah. the agent was like i just need to talk to you man like uh, yeah just cut the shit. My, my, yeah, cut the fucking shit, Dan. My most popular article, I think, at Collider that I ever did was like 40 times method acting took it too far. But of course, it wasn't really method acting. It's just like times that like celebrities acted like jerks and got like too into their character. Right. Not quite uh, yeah. at least Strasburg method or anything or, you know, Stella Adler. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think that like what it is is one time I read this book, you know, Jason Bloom does a lot of things besides horror movies. He also does horror book anthologies. Uh which I actually think yeah. I actually think it's a cool idea. He like gives emerging authors like a place to do short horror collections, and in one of them, uh, he gave some space to Ethan Hawke to write a short horror story. And instead of doing that assignment, what Ethan Hawke turned in was a story about how one time he was in New York City in Times Square with his friend when he was really young, and they were like walking in you know pre Giuliani Times Square, and a, and a guy came up and slashed his friend's face. Like, and his friend was like a model and like another actor and he had to take him to the ER uh. and it was like scary and bad. And like, Ethan Hawke just kept being like, yeah, I mean, 
that was just it. That was that was the end of his like, you know, his modeling career or whatever, but also just like that was so scary for me to experience. And that's like he's like, and they turned that in as like a real life horror movie. Yeah, and they just turned that in as his homework assignment. And I was like, that's not the assignment. The assignment was write a a scary Jason Bloom story, not like the time your friends got slashed, which isn't even a story about you. Give us some ghosts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um yeah, that's such an Ethan Hawke. It that's is, such an actor thing yeah. to do. It is pretty spooky. Though. It is pretty spooky. He also yeah. wrote a like poem, like it was like a beat poem kind of thing, where it's like it very much felt like a Jack Kerouac on the road. Yeah, exactly. It. Uh, yeah, he's a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Raymond and Ray. Looks good. And looks Ray. good. Looks good. It does look good. And by the way, it looks, it looks quite good. Greatest person ever. She seems wonderful. I want Maya Hawke to be in everything. Oh yeah, she's great. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, what do you guys think of this next one? Manifest West. Uh, this is only on here because of Tim Heidecker. Because there's a, there's a creepy ass Tim Heidecker in it. This yeah. is this is Ruby Ridge, the movie. I thought it was yeah, Ozark, it the movie. I mean, sure. Either way, I'm going to have to watch it just to watch Tim Heidecker be fucking serious. What a turn. That's so funny. What a twist. I was like, why are we watching this? I was like, what is, what is going on here? And then Tim Heidecker shows up. And I was like, oh, is this? Oh, I'm, I'm a big Tim Head. I'm not sure if you guys know that about me. Yeah. I'm an on cinema. <laughs> a Ted. Ted. I'm a I, I, I'm a subscribed to an on to my on cinema account. I pay like you know sixty bucks a year. I'm subscribed to his Patreon. Everything that he does, it's like long form, like wait for the payoff for eight years for his weird comedy shit. I am here for. Uh, so like if he appears in something, then I have to believe it's like for a higher purpose than even appearing in just a singular movie. It's all part of a meta joke narrative that he has about the character of Tim Heidecker. Which I'm saying out loud sounds very pretentious as well, but uh, yeah, Yeah. it sounds. Um, It looks great. He's he's actually a good actor. He's like a really good actor. Yeah, I I I am all for the Tim Heidecker like serious Adam Sandler era. (laughs) Like I want that so bad. This is for people who don't know. This is about like a little girl. It's from the girl's perspective of her parents like bringing her out into the woods to like survive off the land, and then like. I think they sh- the, they want to take her away, the government, and they fight back. Like you said, it's a Ruby Ridge situation. Um, and Tim Heidecker is like one of their neighbors, yeah. who's also like a creepy outdoors. I think man. he's now, a prepper. I think he's like going to be one of these like crazy preppers. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. No, this is not thinly veiled Ruby Ridge to the point where if Tim Heidecker weren't in this trailer, I would assume this was a Daily Wire movie. What is that? What is Ruby yeah. Ridge? I'm not sure if I know that. That was um, just the the broad strokes are it's it was sort of like a precursor to Waco. It was uh, basically uh, oh um, oh that thing okay yeah. it was it was yeah yeah the the I think it was the ATF. Uh, anyway, they shot up a dude and his family in his house for a very similar situation. Oh, I think the Tidecker is going to turn yeah. out to be the the instigator, the, the bad guy in this. That he's going to exasperate whatever problems are going to. I don't think he's going to be like the heroic neighbor in this. I think he's going to be like turn out to be a meth like dealer or something like i do not yeah i do not believe he will be a good guy yeah. in this he, no. they don't they're not presenting him as one. uh and it's time for him to do something like that i'm not sure if you guys saw like his what is it called the comedian his uh his movie his full-length feature movie that is very dark and like not not really funny in the way that you think it's gonna be funny and it's uh he's he's got layers man and i loved him in us man i think that was one of the best parts of us he was great. Yeah, he, it, that was a little more yeah. comedic, but he was great in it. He yeah. was great in yeah. it. His, his whole mannerisms were very, like, again, just, like, not saying that he's the best actor of all time, but he really nailed Jack Nicholson impression in that movie. It was just, like, his physicality. Yeah. 
I I just remember like I think I learned he was in us in the credits. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I, mean, I, I and I just yeah, remember that moment of like, oh my. Yeah, his name <laughs> popped up on screen. It was a real shock. Really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> great he's a delight every time he's in something it's mm-hmm. a delight but yeah it's interesting that uh, like this movie which is it builds itself as a coming of age story told through this like intense thriller standoff with the government um like <laughs> it could go either way right like i said like seeing this trailer until tim heidecker showed up i was like is this a daily wire movie right like is this what kind of propaganda is, it, is this is movie? Is it possible that this is a super, like a, like a superpower something movie? Because like there's something about the way that it's the reason they're on the run is from the girl, like the girl did something. She did something that was like murder or outside, like the little girl. Like that's what it made seem like. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So like a yeah. Break, I, I want to. Yeah. So I'm hoping this will be like, um, God, no one's seen this movie but me. And right. I told Robert Evans he has to watch it. A few people have to watch it. The Standoff at Sparrow Creek. Hmm. It's an indie film. It was from, I, let me see, 2018. It, uh, it, the plot is this. A militia in Oregon uh, meets at in the evening in their warehouse, like in their militia headquarters, because a shooting happened at a police funeral that day, and one of their guns is missing. And it's basically all these this militia of like five or six people sitting around in the warehouse being like, which one of you oh. did it? And they start interrogating each other like some of them are ex-military. So there's like there's like torture involved. <laughs> they think they know who it is and it falls apart. And I, I'm that's all I'm going to say, because it goes in a place that's very interesting. And ultimately, it's not like militias are good and it's not like militias are badness well no there's definitely a malicious are bad message in it but it's just it's a lot more gray area yeah. than you expect it to be and Look. nuanced yeah and i'm hoping that's what well, this I don't, is i'm not reading um, the malicious stuff as much I, I feel like this is a this is a single like this is a single family on the run and there's a single crate like because i thought they were doing almost like a captain fantastic thing at the beginning where they're just like kind of doing their own like living off the grid or like that ben foster and his kid movie where yeah the government comes in and they play a part of like trying to take the kid away i feel like the real thing is this tim it all turns on the tim heidecker creepy neighbor trying to take a stand but i don't think there's like i don't think there's a militia i don't think there's anyone else backing him i don't think there's anyone else out there i think it no but i i just mean in the sense that this is about a specific type Mm -hmm. that is not seen positively yeah. and it feels it like yeah i'm just hoping it's a nuanced look yeah. at that right you know yeah I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited do we know anything else this guy's done uh the director no nope oh no nope. wrote for the daily nope. wire okay that's not good i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> that would have been ben amazing Shapiro's been incredible. Hype man. okay not great yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, yeah, it could, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, fuck the DEA and the government and everything. Yeah. <laughs> so this movie could be yeah. totally, totally fine. It was just as the trailer was playing out, I was like, "Be cool, movie." Yeah, yeah. Be cool. Well, it's also like, is it yeah, is it child sure. services? It, it's just child services, right? So at, like at first, yeah. Okay. At first. Oh, and then they build it up. Okay, I see what you're saying. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I must have missed that yeah, part. It escalates. So yeah. maybe I was like, maybe it's best case hunt for wilder people, hunt for the wilder people. Kind of situation, but no, but not right. if it escalates. Oh, yeah. yep. Not if it escalates. I mean, maybe. No, it, I don't know. It, like, like it could be. Like Dave said, hopefully it's more nuanced. And the fact that Tim Heidecker is there makes me think. Well, it probably is, yeah. right? Yeah, we're in I mean, his hands. We're in his. Honest, yeah. Didn't hate the Waco show. 
Didn't hate it. The Waco show was good. The Waco show was good. I need it's to watch they that. Got, it's, 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 Michael Shannon was like the head guy on it, and he just invited all his Boardwalk Empire buddies to be in it. And then Taylor Kitsch, mm-hmm. that and Taylor great. Kitsch just uh, didn't fuck it up. So that was pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great way of framing yeah. that. Taylor Kitsch didn't Taylor fuck Kitsch, it up. He just, uh, you know, he did I his thought, best. I thought he did pretty he well. He did pretty good. Show. It was a pretty good show. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, that's Manifest all right, final, West. Final trailer. Uh, the internet was blowing up over this violent night. <laughs> this is uh, Santa Claus action film, David Harbour. Um, I, I want to say... Johnny Legs trying to steal Christmas. Yeah. John Leguizamo. Oh, yeah. Johnny Legs. Here's what... Uh, here's, here's what... You, you might interpret this as either a hit against it or towards it, depending on who you are. This is from the writer-director of Dead Snow and Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. Okay, whoa. And I would say my biggest issue with this movie is that this looks like fun. Um, it I think it thinks it's more outrageous than it is. Does that make sense? Know. It wants to be a meme. It wants to be a meme. It wants everybody to go, oh my god, look at this. This is wild. This is like the, the fucking I think you should leave yeah, sketch. Oh my god, it is the um, I think you should leave sketch. And yeah, and oh I God. think that oh it's, I think that that's what they're, it's, it's sort of like the Winnie the Pooh thing, but better where it's like, they want to become a meme, right? Hansel and Gretel witch hunters was a meme. It was like, look at how silly and wild this is. You know what I mean? Yeah. To a degree that was, that went harder in a Van Helsing direction. Like they were seriously trying well, to make that a franchise. I, yeah. That's what I was going to say is the movie itself isn't that mm-hmm. bad. Um, I liked the practical effects in that movie. So that's that's what I'm saying is that I think the marketing of this is going to be more irritating, I guess, than the movie itself. I liked it. I um, liked the marketing. I was like, oh, shit, it's like John Wick, but like die, but, but die hard but for Santa. And I was like, wait, that that involves so many rules. Can he die? Is it like what, what what's yeah. going on here? And like the relationship he ha- he clearly has one of those don't breathe too relationships with that little girl like that's just beyond it's like he has some sort of special connection to her it feels like yeah it feels like very uh i don't know it's not like gonna be like Krampus. that was a strange comparison what? <laughs> Whoa. which one don't oh, by breathe the way, too yeah. sorry it's not the it's not the director or it's not the writer of those it's the writers of sonic the hedgehog yeah. one and two that's what i remember um yeah yeah so that's interesting. it's the director of uh the other one of yeah, witch hunters. Huh. Um, I really liked Dead Snow. Um, and I never saw it. Oh, it's good. Um, okay, I'm glad good. It's, it's pretty. Oh, no, go, no, ahead. go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say it's pretty over the top, yeah. in, in a way that you would expect. Did you get? Do you want to hear? It's not quite a spoiler, but I looked on the IMDb and a character is playing somebody that you might not expect to be in this movie. Easter Bunny. Jesus. You're you're on the right Jack track. Uh, uh, Krampus. I knew he was going to be. I already said Krampus. I already yeah. said that once this evening. I said Krampus. Oh, okay. I said this has a Krampus vibe to it. Um, I knew Krampus was going to be involved because he's like you know if this was Constantine he'd be like their Satan. You know like he this guy's obviously like uh, you know right. like if this was Hellboy you know like he's con he, this guy is clearly Santa Claus like as released from hell via Ghost Rider logic. Uh, and I like that about him. Like he's a grizzled. You're right. It's, it's exactly. I think you should leave sketch. It's that's cosmic gumbo. It's perfect. But uh, 
Um, yep. I think David Harbour, you know, we've been talking about like the shows that don't do the or the movies that don't do the ironic nod and, and whatever. And I, I do appreciate that. I do think somehow uh, sometimes sincerity, like overly sincere stuff can kind of like bum me out, too, though. So I do kind of like movies like this where David Harbour seems to be having a blast. It kind of feels like that. I Frankenstein Frankenstein yeah. or like Frankenstein's monster monster Frankenstein thing that he did. Uh, with Kate Berlin. Yeah. It wasn't the funniest thing in the world, but it was just like, oh, he wants to do comedy. It was, pretty, do comedy. It was pretty funny. It was pretty, it was pretty <laughs> yeah. freaking funny. John Levinson, I think, directed it. It was, uh, it's pretty funny. It's just more like, wow, David Harbour takes some swings. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm into it. When I first saw him in, in The Stranger Things, I had a real, like, where have you been all my life moment. Because he's such a fucking schlub and I'd love him yeah. for it. Yeah. I'd love him. And then he got swole and I was like, ah, but he's still great. <laughs> And they married Lily him. Allen, uh, and they met on like Raya. Good, yeah. good for, good him. for yeah. them. Yeah. So like, I I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for this film overall. Yeah, I think, I think that I, th- I think that the meme of it all kind of like the the um, contrarian in me is like gets upset for that stuff because when people are like, oh my god, look how wild this is, and it's like, all right, calm down. It's a movie. You can make a movie about anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it does look well, fun. Well, like, what is the... He's just helping her because that was her... Birth, that This is her... This young girl makes a wish while her family's being taken hostage to be... I think he happens to be... From judging from the trailer, he happens to be delivering presents to their house as Johnny Legs and his men take over. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's wrong place at the wrong of, time. Uh, you've been on the uh, naughty list. You've been on the nice list. I mean, that that's... But he's just doing it so well. Like, this plays out just exactly yeah. like a satire trailer. But it... it there's something, yeah. yeah, there's something to be said about uh, this is a commentary on, I guess, capitalism, because it rubs me the wrong way that it's a movie about Santa defending a rich family on Christmas. Against something John weird about that. Yeah. 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 And, and so, like, I, I, you know, whatever. They need to they need to figure out a plot for this to work. But it's very funny that that's what it came down. Right. To. No, no child whose parents have three hundred million dollars and a wall safe is going to be on the nice list. Exactly. Nor are they going to need Santa to help them. <laughs> like, that's the thing. Right. It's they'd, just like... they'd have a bunch of Blackwater dudes there as <laughs> yeah, private exactly. security. Uh, yeah. Exactly. I think that it's, yeah, the, the capitalism thing is, is very funny. But also the fact that Krampus is involved, I feel like it it means that there's like some sort of supernatural hell layer to this. I feel like that's, it's going to be a revenge Santa. It's not just like a, a, so it's kind of like Batman, I guess. He's just in it to help them, the wealthy. But uh, I do like the idea that yeah. it's just like he is from hell and he, is, he gets to escape once a year and Krampus shows up at some point. Like, yeah, this is this got some lore behind it beyond just like, uh, you know, Cosmic Gumbo. I hope it does. It does feel like they're using every part of the mm-hmm. Santa, if that <laughs> oh, makes so sense. Glad. Like he's he's using his magic bag to fight people. He puts a fucking the star on the tree in a guy's eye like they're used. They're doing all the Santa yeah. stuff. And I appreciate Just make that. him super, like, overpowered. So, Just make it so they, like, bullets can't touch him. Like, what What would be Santa's weakness? Like, what What does he not like? Right. Um, hmm. Water. He me- it wa- melts yeah. him. Yeah. Water melts he him. Can't, he can't cross running water. He's like vampire. He can't wear white um, after Labor Day. I don't, yeah, I don't. Do a Hanukkah Harry yeah. is going to show up? And I was about to say, Jews. Jews is his weakness. Oh, it's no. like, they're the only ones who can defeat socks. him. Um, socks. Yeah. Um. 
I don't know. Uh, the, this part where he has coal and he like he's like I'm gonna give him coal and then it turns out to be a grenade grenade coal grenade. I was like this yeah. movie knows what it's doing. It knows what it's doing because it's made by the Sonic guys. It knows what it's doing because it's made by the director who it's, who's directing it. It kind of might not as much, but at least the, at least the script will be on know. point. It's doing all the things. The tagline is "You better watch out." You know. Like it's it's gonna be filled with puns. He what does he say? He he gives a pun in the trailer. Well, he gives several. Um, yeah, he gives several. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's I'm sure it'll be a lot of fun though. Into it. Uh, yeah. That's it for trailers. Should we think some more Yay. producers? I think we should. Yeah. Thank you to Glitterous, CFO of Michael Shannon's Chocolate Factory. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Davy Francis Nine. Davey Goes to Hell. Thank you. Thank you to, oh, great, it's that guy. Thank you to Chester's Prophet. Thank you to definitely not Guillermo del Toro. Looking forward to your uh, mm-hmm. your thing. Yeah. Thank you to Brian, who Tom knows. Sure do. Thank you to Bob Grenville. Thank you. Thank you to Steven. Thank you. Thank you to Han Toomey, the confused cyborg. Thank you. All right, let me swoop in here. Thank you to Asking Seven. Thank you. Thank you to Happy Ed 209. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you to Manischewitz says economic solidarity is the path to paradise, comrades. Thank you. Thank you to Tiger George Pratt Thompson. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Thank you. Thank you to Dan Hackroy. Thank you. Thank you to Cody Johnson's Time Machine Noise. Thank you. Thank you to Pete Warpagel. Thank you. Thank you to follow viral TikTok superstar Jason Pargent on TikTok and buy his new book. If this book exists, you're in the wrong universe. Hmm. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> that one guy, that one guy in the middle there, kind of sounds like he could be uh, like Chris Kringle's worst enemy. Dan Harrod. The, the the one that was like capitalism something something. Oh, oh yeah, Manischewitz Maltov. Manischewitz Maltov. Yeah, yeah. That is the yeah. villain. A Molotov could take out Santa. He's covered in very and burnable things. Wine. That's true. Like that's the that's the Jew wine. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It all works. Um, Jamie Foxx's Spawn movie. I didn't. I, I forgot he was. What? Uh, He's been attached to it for a while. Has some writers. What? Has writers attached. Yeah, the writers. It's the writer of um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier oh, and um, the writer of Joker. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, oh my god! Okay, go. I mean. Of all the of all the things that needs to be really edge lord and serious, spawn. So like this is one of the times where I'm like, yeah, that well, works. Well, I'm just like, sure. I'm just like people to handle the nuance and subtle complexities of a black super uh, villain or like antihero. Um, not going to think of the Joker guy, and I, I'm not sure if I think <laughs> that's true. I don't think Falcon and Winter Soldier did a. I think it had a lot of speechifying. And a lot of like uh, gesturing, but I don't think that was a particularly nuanced look at anything either. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. I agree. I agree with that. Um, yeah, I, I have nothing at stake here for the Spawn movie. I'm glad Jamie Foxx isn't it yeah i mean todd mcfarlane the creator of spawn has been threatening to make another spawn movie for 20 years now um from what i understand the big roadblock in the way is he had been insisting for a long long time that he was going to direct it he asked to direct it but i've with these new uh writers getting on board he seems to have relented (laughs) some sort of intervention happened do you think like I mean, yeah. unless John Leguizamo is willing to eat maggots off screen as a way to get into method for the, like his role, and I don't know like how Jamie Foxx is going to top anything that happened in that original bump. Oh, he's just gonna he's just gonna, gonna be spawn, yeah. like say cool shit. Yeah, it's gonna be like have no a way giant home ca- spawn. cape and chains. Yeah, yeah. Why yeah. not? Be like, hey, yeah, like 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 I don't 
I totally understand what you're saying about the writers, but also Spawn's not a nuanced character. <laughs> What's his deal? I think I get him confused with the other one. He's like Scorpion. He's like Scorpion. He died. He was a soldier who died and and came made a deal with uh, a version of the devil and it come back came back to life, but he is uh, rejects evil and now. It kills people with his change for the forces. I think of good. I confused Spawn with this other character a lot. Uh, that M- Michael, J- not Michael J. Courtney, that uh, somebody else. You just combined two people. Yeah, I think one of them is somebody that I confuse for Spawn a lot. Uh, but do not worry about it. I will figure it out later. Um, cool. Yeah, right. but like someone else who comes back from the dead, who's a super superhero antihero type, who gets out, and it's not Ghost Rider. Somebody else. Anyway, Scorpion. Scorpion. I don't know the crow. Maybe Scorpion. Maybe crow. <laughs> I don't know. But, I mean, you've, um, you've can... also just described Spawn, so who knows? Mm, yeah, <laughs> we could talk about this next news. Um, this was bigger news on the internet, although I would say it's not actually news. Uh, Velma's gay from Scooby Doo um, in the next movie, which I would argue she's always been gay. That's, uh, that's always been the or discussion. Or at least by, yeah. uh, Hannah pointed out she dates Shaggy in one of the movies. So that would make her, I guess, bi if we follow all that Or canon. in the beard. I think um, that is much more likely that Shaggy is a beard. Yeah. Yeah. We, I was talking to Hannah about this. We were pointing out that if you find yourself dating Shaggy, you yeah, you might just be gay. And he's just, yeah. Because, uh, I mean, Shaggy just cares about weed, right? Like, he's not... He's not a sexual. Well, he's being. got that relationship no. with the dog, which is weird. Yeah, he's yeah, he's a dog fucker, yeah. but like, you know, aren't we all? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I I don't know. This is uh, the, the, as, as James Gunn pointed out, like he he tried to make her gay in those live action movies, and then she was just slowly not gay. So it, it's it's about time, you know. Right. It's always been the fan discussion around this character, so it's like. You know, 2022, yeah. it's like, okay, f- f- they're finally acknowledging it, I guess. So, sure, whatever. Well, yeah, I, I just always thought it was like, yeah, of course. It um, It's a weird it's a weird thing. So, the, where I'm from, Western Mass, there's five colleges, and they are compared often to the Scooby-Doo's. Because one of them is um, an all-girls school that's, like, known for feminism, Smith mm-hmm. College. Oh, Smith. Uh, and, and known, yeah. And so Smithies, and so that's obviously Velma. There's Mount Holyoke, another all-girls school, but it's less associated with like feminism, and and it's and all that. And that would be, of course, Daphne. And then there's uh, the preppy uh, Amherst College, that's like rich preppy kids, and that's of course Fred. Uh, then there's Mount Holyoke, the very hippie fucking stoner school, and so that's clearly Shaggy. And then there's UMass, the talking dog. <laughs> Uh, and that and that just works. So like I don't know. It's always one of those things where it's I, I don't I don't think this is news to anybody. No, right? uh, no. there was this. Uh, did you guys watch that weird trailer? It was a very weird trailer. Or maybe, maybe the whole movie's out at this point. But it was like um, the Scooby live action Scooby Doo pilot that these people like GoFundMe crowd or like crowdfunded uh, and had made. No, and oh, it's wow. like done like in the style of Riverdale, except these people are like. 40 because they've been working on this project for so long and like the, there's like a million youtube like views and like a billion comments and all the comments are like uniformly positive because they've had some weird hive some weird scooby hive uh and it, it's just so dis- it's kind of like that winnie the pooh thing but like way more weird right uh, this is clearly like filming huh. somebody's you know glendale 
uh, back lot, you know, thing. But it's it's it, that to me is a much more interesting hook for what's going to be happening in the Scooby Doo universe. So they, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I am uh, in terms of LGBTQ representation, um, you know, obviously it's good to have more reputation across the board. And it seems like a good place to start is characters who obviously were supposed to be. Yeah. Like gay. That's and true. It's like, yeah, let's let's make them actually gay for once. Um, yeah. So, like, I, I like that about this where it's like, yeah. finally. Yeah. Just, you know, start putting it in the movies. They've made how many of these damn things? There's like 50 yeah, of these exactly. movies. Yeah, exactly. Um, this is one of the, to be clear, this is one of like the uh, direct to DVD, direct to streaming animated movies that they put out like every other year. Again. Yeah. Again. And, oh, I was just going to say from a financial point of view, this is probably the best move, too, because they're like, hey, people are actually talking about our Scooby-Doo movie. Um, do you mind if I if I if I dovetail or if I, you know, go on a tangent for one second because I found what this movie is, this other Scooby-Doo thing or. OK, it's yeah. Called- it's called Go Mystery it. Inc. It's inspired by the popular animated series Scooby-Doo. Where are you? This gritty fan film incarnation showcases the gang as young adult vigilantes. Um, they live in a world where things go bump in the night, but only they know it, often surviving by the skin of their teeth. Uh, they're determined to put a stop to heinous crimes. Now, to be clear, this seems like a, a world in which like Shaggy is dealing heroin to people. Uh, uh, there's There's just a lot going on here. This is the Venture Brothers yeah, yeah. bit. Yeah, basically. but it's like de- it's dead serious. Yeah. Like you can tell, just the gritty vigilante young adults. I think it starts with Fred's parents getting murdered in some like horrific way. Um, ve- yeah. it's, it, I, Probably by Fred, right? He's one of the Menendez right. brothers. I mean, may- maybe by Fred. There definitely seems to be like a cult in the town. I mean, they really are doing up something here. And I'm now I'm kind of like in, now I'm reading it, and I'm like, oh, this kind of seems like my kind of thing. Yeah. Nice. Did you guys used to, I used to, I know this is a cliche, but I, I finally, as a teenager, I got Scooby-Doo uh, in the sense that Adult Swim used to play it late mm-hmm. at night and I used to get really high mm-hmm. uh, and watch it and it was like, it, it oh. clicked because it's like, oh, of course, of course, that's how you watch Scooby-Doo, like blazed out of your mind. And it's a lot of fun when you're really high watching Scooby-Doo. I had a similar experience where I would um, get really high and watch Adult Swim shows uh, and have a really good time, but they oh, were yeah. the good ones. They were the actual funny ones. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So like space go, all that stuff. I never, never Scooby Doo. No, yeah, I did that okay, too. Cool, cool, you did too. I got blazed out of my fucking gourd and watched Space Ghost. Okay, yeah. smoked so many doobies and watched. Uh, oh yeah, fucking Fire Ant, the one with Conan O'Brien with an extra long oh, no. intro, where you 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 literally are like, am I high or is this going the really Bjork- long? It's like they know they know why the they're Bjork doing it. Bjork episode where he's married to Bjork and Tom York's the guest is the so best good. one. Best so one. Good. Knife, Knife and around. Cut, 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 cut. My entire personality yep. was based on that one Space Ghost episode. I think. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, that's cool. It's very very yep. revealing. Very revealing. Yeah, that yeah. checks out. Um, I think we can. Yeah. Move on. Mm-hmm. Let's thank some more producers. Uh, thank you to Del Griffith, the shower curtain fella. Thank you. Thank you to the Midnight Patron. What patrons at midnight? Thank Th- you. Thank you. Thank you to Exploding Runes. Thank you so much. Thank you to Andrew, the proud Satanist. How? Thank you. Thank you to Vincent. Thank you. Thank you to Rev MD. Mm. Thank you so much. Thank you to Bootler mm. Boodleson. Mm. Thank you. Thank you to Tux. Thank you to Ricky Cilantro. Thank you. Thank you to Norm from Cheers. Norm. Thank you to Space McNulty. Mm-hmm. Thank you. 
Let me jump in here. Thank you to your mom. Oh, oh Linda. <coughs> Thank you. Thank you to Nolan's. <laughs> Thank you to Nolan Tubi star Carol Mayton. Thank you. Thank you to Andrew Drew Grant. Deserves more hype, McGuire. Thank you. Yep. Thank you to AJ. Thank you. Thank you to Tip Drizzle. Thank you. Thank you to Burrito Mouth. Thank, Thank you. Thank you to the ghost of Dave Thomas. Thank, Thank you. Thank you to Aaron Burser. Thank, Thank you to Christopher Robert Sparks Esquire. Thank you. Thank, Thank you to Mackenzie. Fuck shuffling with Willem Dafoe's confusingly large dick. Chill. Yeah. yeah. Thank you to Funky J. And thank you to Pie Guy. Thank um, you. Can we come back for one second? Thank, oh. can, what, 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 yeah, was what? That? what was that one in the middle there? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which one? The one where you deserve yeah, more yeah. hype? Yeah, who's that? That's good. That's Andrew Drew Grant deserves more hype, McGuire. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to do my own personal one. I'd like to call out our... Our delightful patron producers, um, Dave. Yeah. Listen, listen, buddy, we're we're running a little long. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna need you to go ahead and r- remove the shit. Mm. Cut it. Cut okay. The, cut okay, the shit. I'm cutting. It, I'm cutting. It, I'm snipping it. Cut snipping it, it. Cut the shit. Um, snipping it. And I'm gonna need you now that you've done that uh, to let us know if you perhaps. Okay. Maybe have one movie that deserves more hype, but do you possibly, potentially, have two movies that deserve more Wait, hype? What? I do, and I, I'm Son sorry. Of a bitch! I, I gotta, I gotta stop doing this. Where like I can just do this one, like one of them next week. You could, and then you I could do and that, then I'm, and then I'm done, mm-hmm. and then I'm like done for this week and next week. Um, but I want to talk about these both. This one is um, the first one is Nocebo. I believe that's how mm-hmm. it's. Uh, like placebo i'm assuming it comes out uh november 4th vod on november 22nd it is the director of um shit what is it called oh my god which i didn't see whoa one do you Um, like the movie men because that's Ooh, i did like men this looks like this is like a reverse mary poppins it's about it's um eva green and her husband mark strong which is a terrifying couple uh (laughs) Uh, you, and would just, you would just has, assume they were vampires. Anyway, I thought it was yeah. Jeremy Strong. This movie is, yeah, this movie is listed as uh, from the Philippines and Ireland. I think I don't know what that means, but there's um, but they uh, they get a they get a um like a helper um, yeah. to come because Eva Green has like chronic pain or something like that. Um, uh, an illness they say that they don't quite that like the doctors don't know what it is, and this woman comes in and uses uh, folk magic to heal her and then it just things slowly uh seem to go belly up uh she she seems to have like a stranglehold on the family because she's healing her uh and i assume that means she can also unheal her Uh, and the the trailer just spirals it's actually interesting that this is like a joint philippine production because at first i was like this seems like really like 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 fetishizing and then demonizing like the other the idea of like other kinds of like health and wellness, you know, techniques and other thing other than Western medicine. But it might be mm-hmm. the trick might be because she's really anti. She's not the anti the family. She's really anti Mark Strong. And I think the implication is yeah, yeah. I, I I yeah I have a feeling they're aware of that yeah. implication or that look, yeah. And I think right? it's I think it's going to be that Mark Strong. It seems like she went through a trauma, some sort of PTSD, and I think it's going to be like it's being rooted out that he's probably the problem and he's like keeping it from her and this woman's kind of revealing it and sort of standing up to him oh that's interesting i like otherwise that idea. it's very yeah. hand that rocks the cradle but with no baby um kind of vibes and i just feel like that's mm-hmm. that's too yeah. that's mm-hmm. too gross in 2022 to, to try to put out no yeah i i i think you're right i think there's something mm-hmm. here right 
There's something creepy. There's no reviews, so I couldn't really get a feel for like, you know, like maybe there's a bunch of reviews that are like, this is terrible, you know? Yeah. But nobody, it seems like there aren't any reviews either way. Like I didn't find a single review. So I'm just going on the trailer and the premise. I'm like, this is worth mm-hmm. checking out. Well, if you know? it's a joint Philippine production, I feel like they can't, they, they wouldn't want it to be like something that made them look totally awful, right? Like, No, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But who knows, you know, who knows yeah. what they're doing. Like that that's the trailer doesn't give us too too much yeah. which is good. We, we, uh so I'm we, super I curious. really did think it was a better concept of a movie when I thought Jeremy Strong was the husband. I was like, "Yes, like bring this movie to me." Yeah, this, <laughs> that's a that's an interesting idea yeah. and it's all of the tidbits are there cuz it does the trailer does play like Sinister Mary mm-hmm. Poppins, but like I but hope yeah, I hope Mark it's Strong's I, the jerk. Yeah, I hope it's more what you're suggesting cuz yeah, like my first read of this trailer is like feels kind of racist. Mm-hmm. Um, so right. ho- hopefully it's that other well, thing. Well, yeah, I mean, like, all we do is see her heal and, like, help her, and then we see a couple shots of her being like, I'm so confused, nothing, or what happened to my medicine? We don't know who took her medicine. We don't know, like, what happened in her That's past. That's true, like, yeah. It does seem like Mark Strong yeah. is, like, isn't he, like, moving into her, her into a new house and being like, we're going to start all over? And the implication is something traumatic and awful happened to her. She can't do her art, and she's like, can't be in public. I don't think that's the lady who hasn't shown up yet's fault. Just FYI. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's um yeah, it's uh, sorry, that that was I I had the same reaction. That's why I looked into it and yeah, it labels it a Filipino Irish uh mm-hmm. film. Is so it's just like, okay, well, that means at least like there's not it's not one group othering yeah, another. It's not group, American, right? jing- you uh, know, American xenophobia. Yeah, exactly. So that means that like yeah, they have they have a little more uh uh awareness but like i do think this is gonna be a twisty ass one right that's gotta yeah, be yeah i th- i feel like that's probably why the trailer sort of plays like a sinister mary poppins is because they don't want to give too yeah. much away yeah for sure uh i'm super it curious looks, and I, I like the yeah, phrase no. I, I mean i like it as a concept like the nocebo effect like uh it, it's a real thing it's a phenomenon like where you just think your body's being healed and so like your brain gets better they even have that line where they're like she's like well if it's if she th- it's she thinks it's in her head. Like I will get it out of her head and I will like keep the demons away. I mean, this woman's like very, like very intense about like protecting the woman. She's like, I will get rid of mm-hmm. any things. And I think that's right. like her commentary about like to the husband, like I will, I will get you out of here. Yeah. And it looks like the production company specifically deal with, um, like it says here, like, like socio political and environmental okay. issues. <laughs> like they're, they're, they're clearly like, yeah, we're not just going to put out a movie that isn't about okay. something okay, else, okay, right? Good. And it looks like it apparently has a little bit of themes with consumerism, Ooh. they say, um, exploitation, and the fashion industry, which yeah. is interesting. Because she's a fashion designer in the movie. I'm, I'm psyched now. Um, okay, as long as this is the case, then yes, I'm psyched. As long as it's the case. Yeah, it sounds like there's there's a lot to this, it sounds like. Uh, so that, yeah, that's that's interesting. I'm, I'm curious about this movie. Um Another movie, which probably isn't political at all, uh, this movie called My Neighbor mm-hmm. Adolf. Uh, it's about it's uh, it takes place um, in the 1960s in a unidentified South American country, and it's about a um, old man who survived the Holocaust who becomes convinced that his neighbor is in fact Hitler, uh, which I get it because his neighbor is Udo Kier. So, you know, yeah, I love that it's Udo Kier just <laughs> steering into it. This 
Yeah, his name is Mr. Uh, Herzog. Herzog. I've, I've had to look uh, up this guy's IMDb and figure out that he was in literally everything except what I thought he was in. Uh, this, yeah, this guy's like oh, really? in, this guy is in every single movie. Yeah, Wait, yeah, Udo Kier? Udo Kier? yeah, yeah. Oh hell yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in everything. Yeah, he's very. I thought intense. he was the guy from the beginning of Inglorious Bastards. That was the French, the the guy that the who was the Frenchman. Uh, but no, he's not. He's in other Tarantino stuff. Yeah. This, I don't know when this will be out. It's still in festivals, but I, I have a feeling this is one that's just going to mm-hmm. pop up on VOD. Um, I'm guessing it's not Hitler. <laughs> that's my guess, because it seems like it's about trauma mm-hmm. more than it's a, it's not it's not trying to be this cheeky like Hitler movie. It's more about how this guy. It is a little uh, cheeky, though. It's a little this cheeky. A, this trailer is cheeky. Yeah. It's two old men being cheeky and yeah. like he tries he's decides to investigate him and clearly like starts becoming like a friend yeah. to him. Um it would be amazing if the reveal is that he is Hitler and the end is just him like them fighting and him killing Hitler. But this feels more like uh, a man who the man who killed F- Bigfoot and also oh, yeah, Hitler yeah. or whatever maybe Hitler. Yeah. Where it's like it's not about Hitler. Or the death um, of Stalin. And that's my guess yeah, or with like this. the death of Stalin or yeah. like one of those uh, yeah th- Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. It, it feels like one of the movies that like this guy collaborates with, like like a lot on, like the Fassbender films or like the. I don't think he's done anything with the guy who did uh, Funny Games, like Michael Haneke, but it feels like one of those. But it feels Ooh. like a funny, like a. It feels he like should. a like a quirky guy friend, like an Alexander Payne version of a Michael Haneke film. <laughs> yeah, this is probably gonna watch two old people do delightful little like yeah. have tea and shit, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, grumpy old, but uh, I don't know. It looks interesting. Fears? Can we can we call it that? Grumpy you know, old yeah. fears. I do like the yeah. line where she's like, uh, <laughs> she, she's like, she even has a dog with the same name, and she's like, that dog would be dead. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. It's there. All those scenes are fun. Where it's the whoever this woman is that he's talking to. I assume she's probably a police uh, inspector or some sort of government official. Is just pointing out all of the reasons why his neighbor can't possibly be Hitler. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, yeah, she's like, she's like, did he it have is... blue eyes? Didn't Hitler have brown eyes? This guy has very light blue eyes. Yeah. Uh, it looks uh, good. It's quirky. Uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, I fucking, I love Udo Kier. Um, yeah, I love seeing Udo Kier. And it's nice to see him play like, it sounds like he steals mm-hmm. the show in this one. Like, it sounds like he's doing, like, a dramatic comedy role. And it's like, I don't think Udo Kier gets to do that that yeah. much. Can I tell you guys something? I'm a little bit Not- disappointed because I thought I was going to introduce you guys to who Udo Kier is. I was going to be like, this guy, turns out, was in a lot of movies. But, uh... <laughs> oh, no. Ah, you kidding me? He's, he's in Suspiria. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, That's on me. Yeah. I've been knowing Udo. He's in Ace Ventura. That's on me, dog. <laughs> he sure is. <laughs> he's got, like, a Wrecker Howard. What's his reputation? Like, what's he? what's he known for doing? He feels like, um, shit. Who am I thinking of? Uh, the villain in Casino Mads Royale. Mads Mickelson? Oh, Mads Mickelson. Yeah, where it's like he's just living his mm-hmm. best life. And like he, he every now and then he does like high profile <laughs> villain roles, mostly villains. Yeah. Cause and look, then, and then he goes off him. and does, yeah. <laughs> and then he goes off and does like some indie shit. And I bet he lives in like, I bet he lives like a hobbit, you know? Like I bet he gardens and he just goes into town and drinks, drinks <laughs> a pint. And like, just lives like the oh, best yeah. life. Oh god, you know, he used to be super hot. He hangs out with men. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. He was also in, by the way, Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated. There oh, yeah, you go. A lot yeah. of Batman episode, the animated Batman stuff. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and he was in, and he was in the yeah. Batman. Man, I'm just, I'm just finding out about this guy. Thank you. Uh, 
He's one of those guys. He's like, I'm never going to be a Marvel hero. You know, I'm never going to be a leading man. I'm Udo Kier. I'm the, the creepy German guy. Uh, and that's what I'll be. And this is a job. And I will. I, I hope yeah. he's happy wherever he is. I hope he's happy. And I'm hoping he's good to people. Yeah, he looked you know? up. I, again, yeah, I hope- he's just one of those also, he used to be really hot. So, like, that's a cool thing about him. Like, he's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a really cool tidbit about Well, Udo it's like Kier. watching those yeah, little yeah, hammer yeah. films, and yeah. you're like, oh, my God. Like, that guy from Star Wars, Christopher yeah. Lee, and, like, all the rest of them, they used to be just bangable. Uh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that Udo Kier was a snack back nom, in the day. Nom, nom, nom. Yeah, they're all yeah. fucking me. <laughs> they're actors yeah just fuck meat across the board yeah, yeah. just slabs of fuck yeah. meat yeah <laughs> so yeah that's my neighbor yeah <laughs> i think we landed mm. on a good place mm-hmm. this is a, this has been a wild episode hell yeah um speaking of which that is a sode we've done it drew thank you so much for being on so much for having me and then also just for allowing me to make up for my for my lost my lost period uh i did feel so bad when i couldn't make last week i felt so bad it's Um, fine oh it's fine you're here it's probably better to have me on this week when i'm a little bit less i'm a little bit lower energy than usual because i've been a little bit under the weather so this is this is drew at an eight so extremely <laughs> funny that you claim to be low energy where to what where can people follow you what do you want to tell what do you, okay, what do you want to plug so yeah i'm doing a couple things now i'm uh still an editor over at the site.la so check that out it's like a tech blog about los angeles um kind of doing that i'm doing honest trailers now um so that's cool so check out those but yeah i started oh, with fun. the nope one um i had some of the best yeah. jokes in there just fyi in my opinion um but yeah that was like the highlight of my life so i'm just gonna be repping that forever i did uh something that was in fangoria's print issue the last print issue of fangoria that tom actually like noticed before i did um on (laughs) on uh what's their names aaron moorhead and justin benson the something the dirt guys who'll be directing season two of loki um i'm just kind of all over the place these days writing scripts yeah writing scripts yeah. yeah write those scripts yeah 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 all right. Thank you for being on. Sweet. Thank you. Um, yeah, of course. Will, anytime. I'll plug. Naya, uh, no, 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 you go, Dave. What am I plugging? Patreon. Patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. You go on there for $5 a month. You get exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Mulder's Maniac, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and Spielboys. Uh, we watch movies every Friday night with our patrons. That's tonight. It tonight sure this is. Comes out. It sure is. Yeah, and, uh, you know, check it out. There's a bunch of tiers, a bunch of things to do. Um, we also have a store. Head over to GameFlateEmployed.com where you can find a link to our Teespring store. We have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs you can get on T-shirts, stickers, mugs, posters, all sorts of things. So slap your little uh, Udo Kier peepers on that. He's got he's got big piercing eyes, that There's Udo Kier. There's got to be a good pun. There's got to be does. a good, like, Udo Kiernan Culkin. No. Wait a minute. Kiernan no, Culkin, yeah. Udo Kiernan yeah. Culkin. We got there it. Is. That has to yeah. be it. We're out yeah. of time. That's it. <laughs> That's all we got. Huh? Run it. <laughs> all right. Photoshop uh, it. Say goodbye, everyone. Bye, goodbye. Bye.
Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. You can follow him on Twitter at, at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at, at Justin T. Brown, and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.